0: What up, what up, what up? It's your boy Kyle, aka the perfect gentleman, and
1: this is your boy Jay with the sway, soul in the velvet vibes, Lorenz Tall, Mr. Love Jones, Lob, all ball, everything, answer E, all of the above, aka Snapple Facts. And we're back, oh, yeah, with another episode of Bourbon and Boy Shorts two single fathers, two single guys talking about love, life, and drinking libations.
0: And uh, who are we inspired
1: by tonight? Tonight, 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 we are inspired by the one and the only Elijah Craig arguably the first people to try Burrows to make whiskey that's their claim to fame um so we that's what we are shout out to Sh- chef french craig and them craig and them <laughs> tomorrow the 20s um <laughs> chef french sunday of course june 3rd is the next brunch cruise it's, it's kind of a boozy cruise it's a brunch bites cruise it's a french toast cruise but check it out. Get your tickets. Code Lord Day. L-O-R-D-A-E. Yeah, put that code in. Y'all. Put, that, put code that code
2: in. in. You, hear, you hear his voice. I can't wait to see y'all Sunday, man. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Shout out to Chef French who gave us this this particular bottle for Father's Day. Appreciate you so much. So that's, that's what we are inspired by. We also got bamboo on the table. Yo, you can't forget about bamboo. Bamboo yeah, is like- a nice move. It's the favorite of our ladies uh, who are coming. Shout out to Above the Flame Cigars. Black owned oh, they pulling up they pulling up black Damn. owned come up nope. come after come up after they uh black owned women own hand rolled cigars uh, struck, uh fresh out of DC right. so they they fly that all cousins um great lady so after the boat ride they said they smoked yeah. smoke some cigars right. so, well yeah. uh, as y'all can hear we do definitely have we do definitely
0: we definitely have a uh special guest in here tonight um you've heard him in so many clubs uh bars cookouts uh, iPods, cars boats, about to be on some boats about to be I'm on, on some trains <laughs> um, we got a, a talented young brother in here and um, I'm I'm just so happy and so elated that we are are in uh, the presence of a ground zero moment right now because uh, I, I guarantee this time next year we won't, you know what I mean it's not going to be, it's going to be a different vibe uh, come next year when we interview him or when we see, the next time we see him it's going to be a little more elevated so uh Pun intended. Yeah. Um, so, uh, without further ado, I will let this brother introduce himself and then we can get going.
2: Hey, what's going on, man? Look, I up, look, up, look up, look up. Oh, I appreciate yeah. you brothers from uh, for inviting me to this opportunity. You know, whenever I can get a chance to talk, and especially with single fathers, man, you know, I, I definitely want to take advantage of that. But I'm Lil' Day from Round away. Zone 18's finest, AKA Mr. Ooh,
3: ooh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, Lil' Day. Lord Day is in the building, y'all. So, thank you for coming on, brother. Cheers up. I know yeah, you got you to you you yeah, 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 keep your skin clean. We support that. Yes, sir. <laughs> we support that. Yes, sir. Oh, yes, sir. I had to change the camera angle. All right. To get the yeah. tools. <laughs> but, um, so, Lord Day, tell us how you got into the game. Tell us about you and uh, what high school did you go to?
2: so shout out (laughs) to my high school man you know we was like the third or fourth graduating class ace high school academy for college and career exploration nice ace eagles up in here you know that's the high school i went to um but i'm just a i'm just an average guy that loves to make music you know like um grew up in the zone 18 area harford road um alameda um And I grew up just loving music, man. It was like my escape or my way to vent. I started with poetry. Poetry was the first thing I started with, and uh, my cousin Bones, shout out to him, Tyso, which is the T-Y-S-O, stands for trust yourself only and take your skin Mm. off. Um, Mm. He actually heard my poetry and he thought, you know, I could make it on some music, so I tried it on on, uh, some music and I never looked back. So, So,
1: loving music. Specifically in Baltimore City, going to Baltimore City schools. Did you have a music program?
2: No, I actually. Um, well, I played band at at uh, my elementary school. I played the trumpet, mm-hmm. so that was kind of my like my first introduction to it. I'm uh, I'm trying to be a musician now. I'm learning lead and bass. Shout so mm-hmm. out to my guitars, it's Daisy and uh, Rainy. Mm-hmm. So so how how did that how did that trumpet? How was playing
1: bass? Impacting your music and my theory behind this, Kyle, talk on this as well. At some point in time, music trickled out of schools,
3: mm-hmm.
1: right? And so I think, or church, oh, and church. Um, church is probably the only the, one of the main places you learn how to play an instrument. Typically, percussion instruments, piano, or string string instruments, but not wind mm-hmm. instruments, mm-hmm. typically. So, what? And you may not learn how to read music. music sometimes yeah. You're gonna, you gonna maybe, you, but you'll know what to do. But you may not learn how to read music. And with music coming out of schools, I feel like that has played an effect on music. What did, What is your take on that? How, how but you, you had a little bit of trumpet. You had, you were a playing bass. How, how was that impacting your music?
2: Um, well, me as an artist, I just want to evolve. So I feel like, you know, to me, just not that, vocals aren't, isn't the only way to be an artist. I want to express myself also through playing. If you, some of the best um, artists were musicians as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to be the best I can be. I'm a student of the game, like I, I study a lot of people. Um, but as far as with the schools and how music, I know I my shout out to my music teacher, Mr. Newman at Montebello. Um, he just threw me on trumpet. I didn't even want to be on trumpet, but I learned, like you say, I learned how to read music. I learned a different love for music as far as like I say, understanding. How to work together because I was working with other instruments. You know, I may be the trumpets, but you had the trombones, you have the clarinets, you have Mm -hmm. the flutes. So it's like you have to learn how to work in sync to make something like sound really good. So I think more more lines.
0: um, Number one, that's dope. I'm glad that you were able to, which learning those instruments early in the game helps you be more of a complete artist. You know what I mean, especially Absolutely. especially in this day and age, because it's more just machines and right. going there and listen to the beat and then come out, write something, go back in, and you know what I mean. But I think more so you being the cr- the creative side to that is adding the elements in the background. So you adding a, yeah, you know, I want to hear a trumpet on this one. I think a trumpet, or I think the the bass needs to hit a little harder. I think, you know, <laughs> what was Was it Joint J? Uh, more cowbell. More cowbell, <laughs> please. <laughs> so like. All of those, all of those homegrown uh, natural instrumentations, you know, that you learn, help your creativity process. Yep. Um, but to the fact of your creativity process, how, what is your methods and what is your uh, drive to to create?
2: So I know. If, um, so shout out to my big bro Edot. He's one of my producers. Uh, we are going to be. He's over in Cali right now doing this thing. Um, but we came up with this album called The uh, Beat Has a Soul. So like, with me, I feel like music should talk to you. So like, when I hear a beat, I listen to how the beat makes me feel, because the beat talks to you, because that's how people are going to receive yeah. what um, what it's saying, and a lot of times you know, that's why it's the difference between beat makers and producers, and yeah. you know like, when you have that instrumentation, shout out to Justice League, and you know, Rick Ross uses a lot of it, it gives it gives the beat a different feel, because like I say, like a uh, Learning how to play, and when you play with that emotion, it plays through you, and it's just a different feel. So, mm-hmm.
1: you you mentioned this is a difference between beat makers and producers. Yes. What is what is the difference for you? Because what is the difference for you?
2: So, a beat maker to me um, would be someone that probably doesn't really use in, instrumentation too much, but they may have a certain type of air compared to a producer, where. Um, they know sounds, they know keys, they know like they know tones, they know um, it's just it's it's, it's different, man. Like they, they produce, they make it. It's like mm-hmm. they make it compared to a beat maker. Not saying they don't make, but a lot of it is sampling, not saying samples come from everything, but yeah. it's a little bit more heavy, I feel like, on the samples. Um, they kinda rely more on a they're looking for a sound compared to a producer who actually makes a sound. Yeah, Can create the sound.
0: That that's what I was saying. So it's like it's different. Like when you create your music, like you can get a sample, but then you still want to enhance mm-hmm. what maybe the sample left out. Yes, you know Ooh. what I'm saying. You That's know what I mean. Point. That's a good point. So like, um, just a, just an example real quick, not to go off on a tangent, no, but like, um, just Blaze, right? I watched this little documentary on Just Blaze, and um, there's a song. Uh, what's what's the sample for? Uh, Show me what you got. Um. Mm. Ben, The drums too, yeah. yeah. Boom, boom. So he actually the the drums are there, but he said they're so faded because of you know the sound quality back then and whatever like that. That's from Shaft goes to Africa. Mm -hmm. So what he did was like redid the drums, but had somebody in the studio live playing the drums over it, so it enhances
1: the drums even more. And yeah, you you Mm. get it, you get it more. That's 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 creating a song. That's creating the music. Um. Creating a vibe. Yes. Go ahead. When you when you are you produced in the studio? I hope we're not jumping too far. No, I hey. talk to him. Uh, <laughs> are, you, are you produced in the
2: studio? When you say produced, would you? Yeah. Brand. So
1: is someone giving you a a, a CD or, or MP3? Yeah. So I work a beats, or is someone like Nah, Nah? I like what you're saying, but go hop, make your voice high pitched, and then down. You know, like constructing you. Are you in control of your creativity?
2: I'm definitely not in not, not, not even control, but. I do have, I do have, so shout out to my big bro KP, who's also my producer, the one who created, Um, he's like that for me, and he's the only engineer I I go to right now, and I wanted to say something real quick as far as the artist, if you're an artist, man, you want to find a producer, and you want to find engineers that work with you and your sound, so if you, you know, it's cool to work with different people, not saying not to work with people, but Find the person that gives you your sound, the person that you're most comfortable with when they're giving you that criticism and how they're giving you the criticism. Um, but the back to what you mm-hmm. said, um, my brother KP, he's like he's like that for me, but a lot of times I already know what I want to do. Um, it's just, you know, he knows how to bring it to life, so I'll bring the script to him and he'll shoot it, you know, in the, the way I need it to be done. So... <sighs>
0: The, the song. Okay, so the situation or like the situation. The song, uh, work it or mm-hmm. ooh, it, ooh work it, mm-hmm. right? Um, when you went into that process, like, what what was your, when you either heard the beat or when you created mm-hmm. that song, like, what was in, your immediate reaction to that?
2: Yeah. So, like again, my brother KP, he was the producer of it. Um, so this was in a. So I have stages when I'm in the studio consistently, like I just have stuff on my mind or whatever. So I'll have periods when I'm in the studio for like two weeks every day. And um, this happened to be at the end of a session and he he cut the beat on and I I was talking and I immediately left the conversation and walked to the monitor (laughs) like, what is this? And he was like, oh, this is just a beat I was working on. It was originally supposed to go to someone else, but they didn't do nothing with it. Mm. So he sent it to me, and uh, in about 15, 20 minutes, I, I hit him back, like, yo, the song done, and that was it. 15,
0: 20 minutes? Yeah. Damn. That, that's amazing. Did you, yeah. did you know? For real.
1: Did you know it was
0: what it, it was? What
2: I did. It was. Man, I, I, you know, I, like, especially at that time, I was trying to put an album together, and I just, the, so the name of my album was undefined, no mm-hmm. genre. And I just wanted to show my versatility and um it was just like that was just another song where I wanted to be like you know let me dip and dab in this and see what I can do. Right. And um it happened to do what it do so. And that was your first album? Yes, yeah, my first album produced, yeah. Um let's talk about that for a little bit. Okay. I think I got I
1: got some questions. I've been listening to a heavy on my way to work. Okay. Um to get me hyped up. I haven't listened. To it, I don't listen to it on the way home because I got mellow up. Okay, <laughs> that's good to get you nah, hyped. Over. Nah, nah, and and I, you started talking about you, you're going to create something new. You're creating something different. Mm-hmm. What is that mindset? Because this this it released in 19, so you probably started in 18, maybe. Yeah, trickled over.
2: It, it was 18. Yeah. Um, well, for that song specifically. Um, ooh is about Because I couldn't dance is If you listen to the lyrics It's about me describing A girl dancing So I'm actually mm-hmm. Just hyping her up mm-hmm. Dancing Because I can't dance So that's where it comes from Um Me Respect, basically yeah. hyping Hyping a, a, a woman up While she's dancing I'm just hyping up So the ooh is like the You know to get a hype Like girl you doing it You know mm-hmm. So that's kind of Where it came from um When I heard it That's basically where it, So like it, it all depends You know on the song And like I said Goes back to how the beat makes me feel, so Mm -hmm. and that beat just made me, you know, kind of feel like that. And I don't dance, so whenever a beat can make me want to move, you know, I feel like damn, there's something special. So
0: I just find that is hilarious because it's like you put on like one of the most Baltimore esque two step song, two step cookout like song. You got you don't dance, you know what I mean? Like that's crazy. Yeah. Um, but it's it's such a like we we had a conversation earlier earlier, before we got on air, mm-hmm. and we were talking about the music scene here in Baltimore, and I just, you know, just, seeing how people react to certain music and, and what our ears are tuned into and our frequencies are te- tuned mm-hmm. into, mm-hmm. you know, like, it's really hard to be versatile in a in city like this, right? right. In, in Baltimore period, because you know, it's almost like the Apollo here, like, if you, <laughs> If you some shit, you some shit. And they right. we're we're gonna let you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it does make you work harder, mm-hmm. but it also can deter you from ever wanting to make music again. Right. Um, and I think I, I use the analogy of like Baltimore is like, yo, you could have a henny night or you can have a Casamigo night. Mm-hmm. But then it's like for the people who drink wine, like, where do we fit in a party of henny and Casamigo drinkers? Mm-hmm. And I think that you are like the wine guy who is able to Maneuver through the crowd
3: mm-hmm.
0: To be seen Cause like yo Why are you drinking wine Like though, this is why Like oh, okay I see Why are you drinking wine right. But then it's like Yeah that's all you drinking Like yeah Like alright well We know not to We either know not to Invite him no more mm-hmm. Or we Just gotta make sure We got wine When, when Lord day pull up Right You know what I mean
2: Well you know I wanna be able to Have the wine Like yeah. I say My biggest thing Is this versatility I yeah. wanna be You know I look up to Drake Drake is like the my artist that I kind of study as far as not e- not even just the music, but as far as how he moves, his, his, uh, his business, why how, like just some of the things that he's done. And I feel like he was one of those people that kind of started making music, not really worried about what people were saying as far as um, like emo rap and actually trying to sing and speak on his emotions and how he felt. And I feel like he was one of the first people to kind of make it cool to say, you know what, girl, you hurt me and I'm going to come back. Yes, you messed me up. I'm gonna come back even greater, and you're gonna miss me even more. So, so
1: is that vibe? What was you, you, It's a song you sample music. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 is, right. And you kind of talking on that, on that, when I love tip. Is, mm-hmm. is is are you pulling from? I know you are pulling from music, but are you pulling from Drake somewhere in there as well? Uh, no. Tell really. us about the, the creation. Of the, I forget the name of the song. I, I, you know, um, you l- let the album about, ride um, and you just listen to the song.
2: Yeah. Um, with that, I was, uh, I, and that came from someone that. What's told the name me, of the song? You remember? Um, I don't remember All right. the song. B Friends? B uh, Friends, yeah.
1: duh. Yeah, B Friends. No, y'all, y'all got to check out B Friends. That's that's one of the good Yeah, B
2: Friends. It came because uh, when I was in high school, I used to sing up and down the hallways. Uh, just used to sing. That's just what I used to do. And um, this girl one day told me, like she, I reminded her of Music Soul Child. Oh, I reminded her of music, soul child. So um, I don't know. For some reason, I, I just went there with the with the beat. Um, but as far as with the Drake question, no, I never I never really compare myself to people. As far as like with the style, but um, I compare myself as if I was going to be on the song with someone in the industry. Like mm-hmm. that's how I would come on the song. Um, so I always have that mind that um, I'm not going to take it easy on the song. I'm gonna give it give it my all because. You know, if I was in the on the song with Drake or anybody else that was signed, I would give him all. That's what I come from. As far as when you get on features or anything like that, yeah. your job is to come on here and make your stamp. So, yeah.
0: so it's like guys like um, guys like you, uh, Ernest Third, Shout out to Ernest Third, um Take Cobain. Mm-hmm. Um, guys that have like you, you all have are, are a unique class of artists here in Baltimore, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like each and every one of you has that standout Baltimore two-step stroll song and the the gift, Mm -hmm. the gift is there. The curse is sometimes it's all you're known for. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think that we cling so much to one hit that it's hard for you to, it's hard for you to put anything else out Mm -hmm. without it being, Baltimore two step ish, or like this is you need to be you need to be in this pocket every time I see you, right. or every time mm-hmm. I hear Lord Day, it needs to be surrounded by the sound of your main up your main to, hit. Yeah, boom. it needs yeah. to be that, and it's like it's hard for you to be versatile. It is as an artist because your claim to frame claim to fame is ooh, Work it mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, whatever. Well, that was it from him. It's like, no, it's not. Right. The dude, Davon, when he came up with Be a, was be be a, a Friend, friend. Yo. oh,
2: Devo, President
0: Devo. No, Dave, no, this is oh, oh, back in the day. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah, my bad, my bad. Yeah, so when he came out with that, it was like Paula Campbell's another one, like, okay, yeah, their, their, Tim al- Trees, yeah. yeah, Tim Trees. But their albums back then, when you really like kind of listen to them,
3: mm-hmm. they were
0: decent mm-hmm. for, for the time frame, of course, but like they all had good music, but they claimed every Baltimore left them at these two hits Mm -hmm. for the for the club and like that was it so and then you know they went off and did you know whatever producing the music that they did and it's like yo give give them a fair chance to give us give the artists a fair chance to like get their full body of workout and and share and let it go viral and and you know express that we want to hear more from you as an artist not just more from you to get the party going you know what i mean
2: and just to uh speak more on that um you guys have spoke earlier that you know sometimes when you don't get the recognition it discourages you from doing music but with me it was actually the opposite it was like the more success i was getting the more discouraged me from making music because it took the love it became from love to business Mm. like that and it it made me want to just back away like, yo, I didn't, you know, honestly, I didn't start off. I didn't make music to want to be famous. I didn't make music, you know, to be the known, most known person. I just made it for your homies. I just made it for, yeah. Or me, like, you know, just, I was just making my music. So, um, the success I can say because so many people were coming to me and, and a lot of people didn't have good intentions. Maybe if like my experiences was a little better, I probably would have, but, um, I didn't have good experiences with people um, I, I and I'm the type of guy I'm willing to work with people you know like no matter how big my song is I'm still the same guy you can call or you know if you see me I will speak and I would never you know uh, disregard a fan or you know I love love I want to spread love that's mm, my dude. message for real so um, but it, it really discouraged me and it because so many people telling me yo you need to make another hit like ooh you need to make another hit like ooh and it was like too a lot of times i feel like nobody was there when i was making the music in the beginning for people to come and just try to now dictate how i make my music i made a song based off with my older you know my big bro just happened to be in the house doing our thing and you know why can't i make more music like that in that same type of vibe and that's just uh that's why well, I've been low key as well too because you know it just discouraged me. Success can discourage you too. And
0: and and if you guys um for the people listening right now tuning in live, if you haven't like really been listening or mm-hmm. or can hear catch them up. Uh, I am playing the Little Day album, Undefined album in the background. So just letting y'all know that I've been listening when y'all get when y'all talk. I'm like tuning in. I try to put the music up not too loud, but it's it's very. It's very eclectic because it's like you could, you could, if whatever mode you in, this album has every mode you need to be in. Mm-hmm. Like like you said, you trying to go to work and get hype? Mm-hmm. There's some hype shit on here. Mm-hmm. Um, if you trying to like mellow out and be on some uh, introspective stuff, there's some introspective stuff on here. If you trying to party, clearly ooh is the it's the <laughs> party yeah, right, right? Yeah, you ready? You ready to <laughs> go on your way to the party? Like put that joint on before you get into the club, and then like yo, once you get into the club, mm-hmm. your vibe. I feel like that's a happy song to like yep. get out the car to like.
3: Yep.
1: But I think even it has all of the 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 emotions. One yeah. one something else. on there I noticed. Mind you, how old were you in two two thousand eighteen? Um, well, I'm
2: thirty now, so I probably was. Uh, Black don't crack, girl. <laughs> yeah. I'm like twenty, probably like twenty. All right, so uh, something like that.
1: who were your haters? Because you got a song on there about haters. Mm-hmm. Who were the haters that you that you writing about in the I song? Don't. And you have Nobody, a skit. He has skits on his I albums. Do. Bring back skits yes, on albums because yes, it gives you great context yeah. Yeah. Shout out of to, what the song <laughs> should be. The following song, or the previous. Shout out was. to uh, Ludacris with the skits.
0: Yeah. Skit. Hey, <laughs> yo, them them Ludacris skits on them first like yeah. three or four yeah. albums is crazy. But go mm, ahead, my bro. It
2: keep. Nah, no, no. Nah, I'm glad y'all brought that up because I feel like you know that needs to be brought back. That's hip hop. That's music. You know, even from movies. You know, you notice a lot of in some music. You notice skits from iconic movies or you know, they bring you certain memories, which the music should do anyway. So it's like, you know, that skit may just warm you up to what's going on or Absolutely. whatever. So yeah, but the skit, man, shout out to my cousin Bones again. That was him on the yeah, skit. Uh,
1: bones, and it leads into the, the song about haters. Yeah, right. talk, 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 yeah.
2: Just uh, one thing in our city is, uh, so in the in the hook of what I say, how can you hate on somebody with nothing? Niggas be lies, you know, they be stunting. So it's like, One thing I never understood from our people was like, how can you hate on me when we come from the same place? Mm -hmm. You know my struggle, you know how it is, and Mm -hmm. you go and turn around and still do messed up stuff. It's like it only creates more messed up stuff. So you know that song was basically you know talking about that. Like, how could you hate on somebody with nothing? Like we both come from from the same type of struggle. So it just didn't make sense to me.
1: What I liked about the skit as well, it has the things that people say. Like who he think he is, mm-hmm. he's got a song. He, 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 uh, he, he ain't. You know, he he came from where I came from. Mm-hmm. Who he? You know, he out here. He think he he nice. He think mm-hmm. he good. He think he better than me. Right. And the person who he sending it to asked ask the, uh, the gentleman, "Well, why are you in line buying ticket to his concert?" So the premise of the skit is this dude hating on on day, and he's still, coming. and he he, he buying a ticket to, he's the still to, the to the concert, coming to the concert because that's that's it's what it wild. is. And,
0: and it's crazy. It's like and I, I loved it for that. You'll blow. I mean, I'm playing it right now. Yeah. So it's like mm-hmm. I feel like I honestly feel like people go more viral for being hated on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like if somebody really didn't like Lil Day's music or really didn't think it was like all that mm-hmm. like the amount of hate that he that the amount of success that he would get off of his hate we wouldn't even be having this conversation right. with him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if, if Ooh was a was a trash song mm-hmm. you right. know what I'm saying? Right. Or there was there was a mob of people that was like, yo, I really don't rock with Lord Day because I remember back da 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 da. Mm-hmm. And yo, still making this whatever music, and mm-hmm. hey, but yo, listen to this shit. That's yeah. Lord Day. <laughs> That's a spin. Yeah,
1: yeah. Hey
0: yo, mm-hmm. yo listen, look, yo. Lord Day making yo. Remember Lord Day from school yo. Look, listen to a song yo. You got to
2: keep up with what you doing in order to hate. They got to keep they up with know, what you yo. doing. So you know yo, that's hate. that's how I look at it. Like you know, you hate. You got look. You got to keep up on what I'm doing because yeah. I'm going gonna constantly be doing stuff. So you got more to hate on. Hate is just passionate love yo. Yeah. Hate is yeah. just passionate love. It's it's a thin line between love and hate man. It's the same emotion. It's a thin line. Jeez, hey, sometimes it ain't even a line yo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it ain't even a line for real, bro. Who is your audience? Who you make your music for? I know you say it for yourself sometimes, but who is your audience? Um, who you try- I
2: make my music for the college guys. I feel like... Mm. So I was somebody, man. I got the experience a lot in life. Like, you know, I was never Talk like the it. drug dealer kind of guy. Um, I had a family member that did 10 and a half years in jail. And, you Jeez. know, he was gone for a long time. And that kind of made me like, you know, maybe that's not the route to go. So I just wanted to... I, I like college or just... It was like being smart or being on your stuff. You got looked down upon, or you got made fun of. Um, and I just want to speak for the guys that do that that come from where I come from. That was able to get accepted in the colleges, ex- able to experience more. Like you know, I feel like we need a voice. We need more people. You know, I know it's a lot of us in the trenches. I know it's a lot of us that come from hardships. But it's a lot of us that can get a a taste. Of what's outside of where we from, and I happen to get a get a chance to taste some of that. So, I just want to speak for those brothers and and speak also for the sisters that you get what I'm saying. Like they, the guys, as far as my love music, you know, it is guys out here that want to be faithful. It it is guys out here mm. that want to do right and and treat you like a queen. You know, not all of us are out here to, to hurt you. You know, mm-hmm. we got a plan. One thing I've noticed, like with success, you know, as a guy. I don't want a female. I gotta worry about because I gotta worry about so much other stuff. So you know, like, so I just want you to be focused on you know uh, being the best woman you can be. So we can be the best we can be all together. But they don't want that. <laughs> but,
0: but they don't want that.
1: <laughs> Unpack that more. What is that? How does that play itself out in your life?
2: As far as what
1: the 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 idea the the belief that the knowledge that yo not not everybody is trying to play you men or women like i'm i'm out here i'm I'm trying i'm looking for my queen even to the point that you're saying Mm -hmm. i don't want i don't want to have a a woman i have to worry about i don't want to have to be out here and worrying about who i who i'm with i want to be out here to be able to do the things that i need to do and make 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 my songs make my music how does that play itself out for you like what do, you, do you have somebody? Can I ask you that? I, I just yeah, did. Do nah, you have somebody? I don't have anybody.
2: Oh. Um, no, I don't have anybody. Are you um, looking? Not really looking, man. Mm-hmm. I'm just. I'm. I feel like I'm in a. I'm on a path now where. Whoever I'm going to probably be with is going to be on my path, and uh, I feel like I've. I've sacrificed so many years trying to force something or make something into something that's just not gonna be. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm kinda in in the in the mind frame now where I'm just focusing on me. And uh, you know, I've met some great people and I still have great friends, so you know that's that's kinda where I'm at with it.
1: Let's fly. How did you get to this level of maturity, understanding this level of growth? Were you always in this mindset?
2: um not always like where i'm at now but I always knew right from wrong you know my Respect. mom you know god rest her soul she taught me morals and she taught me even if you were bad you know if you were respectful it still it got you some points like mm-hmm. i don't know if that makes sense it makes like, perfect sense but so, so
1: elaborate those. it might not make sense for someone else listening
2: yeah so you know one thing um she always told me too, like when you go to court or certain things, it's just like how you represent yourself. If you represent yourself with, uh, I, well, I'm sorry, I'm jumping over, but I'm gonna use this for example. Mm-hmm. My neighbors know I smoke marijuana, but they've never seen me smoke. Absolutely. And just because I have the respect of my elders, they may know, and like I say, I've even heard, you know, people say, you know, oh, we know he smoked, we, we never see him. and i just grew up with that type of moral or that type of where i would never disrespect to me that was disrespect so like i was just raised just raised a different way where it just showed me a different level of respect so i always kind of had that in me and just like my experiences i was shot um shot in the head in 2000 what was that 18 i'm sorry 17 i was shot um in 2017 in the head and even that experience i couldn't talk i couldn't walk i had to learn how to walk and talk and that's when i really got deep into music um because i was in really dark places so um the music was the only thing i had man you know late night i was crying at night because you know i'm like 25 years old and i can't i'm in a wheelchair like it was just different things and um, uh I'm sorry. I, I just went off. I forgot what I was saying. No, no,
1: no. no. We, we 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 at this moment right now. Okay. Like talk about that. um 25. You in the prime of your life, yo. Mhm. And you learn how to walk again.
2: Yeah.
1: What is that like? It maybe maybe you'll talk about getting shot, but what is that like? You you now are trying to walk again. I'm sure you, I'm assuming you were athletic in life, and yeah, I was yeah. always
2: kind of you know healthy, but it was definitely tough for me. It was a uh, it was a new experience, um, and I'm thankful for my friends, uh, my family, uh, my female friends that was there for me at the time. Because if it wasn't for them, I don't know how. In my mind, my mom was a big part of me pulling out of where I was because my mother was such a fighter. She beat mm-hmm. cancer twice. God bless. Mm. Um, God bless. And I I really I really looked up to my mother. She was a soldier and i couldn't leave her knowing that she needed me so you know um but like that's what kind of helped motivate me and a, another bit another experience was um i was at kernan and i had a guy he had got shot and he couldn't walk well he stayed in the wheelchair and uh one day i asked um, the nurse like you know he was just angry all the time he used to do mean stuff to him spit on him and i used to always hit the nurse and say you know he's mean and um one day i just asked like he and what he can't walk and she said that he can walk he just don't want to and that just kind of clicked in my mind where it was like i can't be like that you know like uh you know the mind is stopping this guy from walking he can physically walk or try to walk but just because he's defeated in his mind it stopped him from being able to walk and Mm -hmm. it just did that triggered me and um I asked my doctor if I would ever be able to walk again and and he said that would be up to me and that was just all I needed to hear like mm. you know Blessings man So
0: um a question from the from the listeners uh ladies love Cool J or fellas I'm sorry fellas love Cool J
2: mm-hmm. Cool J
0: what yeah, up Cool J's in the building um she says how do you stay connected to authentic you as you climb Um That's a it's, great question
2: It's a long process man like cuz it's a lot of uh Can we cuss? Absolutely it's a lot of ass-kissing and... Um,
0: ass, that was your cuss word you was going to try? Yeah, you know, <laughs> nah, ass-kissing and... Uh, yeah, we, we say that in meetings,
2: yo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... Oh, boy, bro, in be a boardroom, yo. Bunch, yeah, bunch, yeah. bunch of ass-kissing and uh, d riders out here. And um, mm-hmm. to get up, you know, that's what you got to do. But, you know, I think when you stay genuine in the long run, it's worth it. You don't lose your character. And one thing that I want to keep, no matter how big I get, is my character that no one can say from the, from the janitor to you know a superstar that everybody will be able to describe me the same way you know like you know dave is a humble guy and you know he just mm-hmm. want to work And you know that's 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 what i i charge to me because that's what i value that's how i grew up i never wanted to change because i never got in this to be famous or anything you know but it, that it that's kind of how i stay toward just remaining me and just remember like i say my mom my my morals how i was brought up and what I'm not willing to sacrifice, you know. That's I think that's a big thing on. What are you willing to sacrifice to get to a certain point. And you know, with certain things, I'm just not willing to sacrifice.
1: When did I'm stuttering now? Right. When did Tiso come? When did take take yourself? Well, and take then take your skin off. Explain that. Take your skin off, mm-hmm. and what is it? Trust yourself only. Yes. It, so explain that. Trust yourself only take your skin off and when does that when does that come
2: about so that came around i think i want to say 2014 14 15 16 around that time so you graduated in high school when this is in this 10 is is 2010 I okay oh, all right. i grant came out in 10 um but uh so take your skin off means um so underneath your skin is your bones is your flesh so mm-hmm. like basically being true to yourself a lot of people hide you know what I'm saying, over, tattoo, over tattoos or mm-hmm. different things. But, like, take your skin off basically means be yourself, uh, you know, the person under the flesh, um, you know, your skeleton, the bones in the closet, you know, be be who you are. Um, and that's basically where that came from. And that, that's what that's what my cousin, um, he started, and, you know, I've been pushing and believing in it, in it ever since. Mm-hmm.
1: So, so that's taking your skin off. What's trust yourself only?
2: So trust yourself only is just uh, one thing that I feel like too with this music is you gotta trust yourself and how you feel like uh, there's so many people that got so many opinions on what you should do and, and like uh, who said it you ain't, you wasn't with me shooting in the gym yeah yeah you so you know just to gym. take heed to that you know I feel like that's kinda kinda how it is
1: I'm gonna go back a little bit Kyle jump in as you, as you need to bro um now you were sp- speaking about in the music you had your big bro and it may be him mm-hmm. who is your no man meaning you have people that you, that are your yes man that that say that says yo you good you great you great who tells you you ain't shit and who has the yeah who tells you you ain't shit who tells you yo this track is whack who tells you your bars ain't up who tells you like yo you need to step up as a man who, who holds you accountable who's your accountability partner
2: so my friends are really good at that um I would say my, my inner circle. I got a friend named Jig, man. He, he's one of my biggest critics. Uh, mm-hmm. My right-hand man, KB, the cameraman. He's like a real big hip-hop junkie. So, like, mm-hmm. anything lyricist or hip-hop, I know I got to be on my on my stuff. Same with my cousin Bones. They, these guys are lyricists and stuff. Um, but really, honestly, my no-man come from people reactions. Um, mm-hmm. Like, the fact that I don't feel like my... I won't say my friends support me, but it's like, I don't know how to explain it. How my no man is how people react to me. So, okay. you know, I love people to listen to my music. So, before it comes out, I don't want it. I don't want the song to come out and now you're listening to the music. I got to like it. So, yeah. um, uh, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, you're talking about like who's your no man?
1: You want people to listen to your music. And I think. I think you were going to the place where people's reaction
3: People's tells reactions you,
2: yeah. is, is my no man as far as uh okay you're not gonna listen to me, well I'm gonna make you listen to me. Like mm-hmm. I guess I guess if that's that's how I can say it. Like, you know, um that's how I can say it. If you if if you're not gonna listen to me, I'm gonna make you listen to me. Mm-hmm. You're gonna like something. I don't care what you what I make, <laughs> you're gonna like something. So, you know, that's that's kinda my no man.
0: That's that's like you know, uh being a DJ is like that. So you gotta, you have to curate. You know the songs that's gonna get people up, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, or you know the songs are gonna get people moving, or people are just engaged. Mm-hmm. You know, if a conversation dies down, they have the music to fall back on. Right. And I know me, like when I DJ, like I'm making sure, I'm I'm looking around in the crowd to see like who is, who is, so stuck in their either phone or their life mm. that they're not moving in the chair. So. What I tend to do is I'm gonna play I'm gonna hit every genre that I can think of mm-hmm. that is gonna touch that person and it's like, okay, so I need to stay here and I get that part because it's like, all right well, you ain't fucking with that, but I definitely got this joint mm-hmm. so listen to this mm-hmm. all right now you you starting to now you're focusing now you know I'm here, mm-hmm. so follow me this way right. you know what I mean it's, it's it's a journey with music music can take you anywhere and I'm all about giving people like nostalgic uh nostalgic vibes. Yeah. You know. When we heard um your new joint which you're gonna play and you know a- after we, you know, yeah finish the podcast. Yeah, I, wanna I wanna do another to segment hear. for that. Yeah. Yeah. You no, know, I want them to like really hear it and not yeah. you know, us over talking it, but mm-hmm. you know, immediately when you when you hear certain songs, the 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 greatest thing about being a human being is, is our imagination. So instantly the first, you know, when I said I heard, you know, a certain sound, mm-hmm. I was like, yo, this sound like I could see us like at a cookout and like the old, the OG, like, trying to, my yeah, that was the vision, man. And it's like, yo, each song gives me a vision of like the second song. I was like, yo, this is a festival. I see you at a festival, you know, like rocking like a 20, 30,000 crowd, like in a, in like one of those, uh, what do you call them? Uh, Suburban like, place like cho- uh, Coachella, Coachella type, type of joint. vibes, Not right? Yeah. No, it's, it's a Coachella type joint, but you're like the opening act and it's like, yo, Lord mm-hmm. Day, but everybody's like, Summer Jam. And it's and it's always like a song like that is always it's always those five thousand or even five hundred mm-hmm. that are in the front like yo fuck yes I'm they came that. for this mm-hmm. yeah, right, I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm no, here early I'm here I'm here for he better play my joint or yeah. like yo like bro who is this why do you know all the words like mm-hmm. type joint
3: mm-hmm.
1: let me get familiar um,
0: the last joint is I saw in my mind I was thinking you know it reminds me of like if Eight Mile was shot in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. So like If it was shot in Baltimore It's like us on the MTA Or on the, on the mm-hmm. What we got now The little scooter joints Yeah, yeah. That, You uh, know what I mean It's like it's like the, the kid that's The kid that's Rapping his way out of Out of Cherry Hill Poverty and Yeah he's rapping his way out of, out, of, out of poverty And Yo he's going He's going He's <laughs> taking the scooter To the fudgery every, You know what I mean Taking the scooter To the fudgery every <laughs> day Time's hard man You know what I mean hard. Taking the scooter no, To the fudgery like. every day And then like You know he's going He's like the The kid that she's cool With everybody But it's like if it, for me, music is, is so precious that if you can allow me to create either a movie or anything, if you can allow me to create a vision in my mind about what you're putting out in this music, I really feel like you're a complete artist. Like, regardless of, you know, content, regardless of, like, how many cuss words or, you know, shoot them up, bang, bang, if right. it's that, if it's that, but at the end of the day, like, if I can really sit back and listen to your words and create the story mm-hmm. of what you of of what you put out in that speaker and what you put on paper or you know however you create your lyrics and what you did your concept, if what I'm imagining and I tell you like yo this remind me of this and you're like mm-hmm. yo that's what I was going for yeah mm-hmm. you're an artist yeah. that's absolutely. what that's what an artist absolutely. is supposed to do he's supposed absolutely he or she artists are supposed to make you. think about what they're saying so if you create the image in your mind based off of beat based off of lyrics and and, or or just overall sound you know I mean the artist has done their part right you know I agree and and that goes for that goes for Biggie Nas Jay-Z Drake Wale J Cole Kendrick uh, Lil Uzi Vert, Juice World, rest in peace. You know Nipsey, rest in peace. And it's like all of these people who create these these songs, and it's like you listen to them, and you can see whatever you know. If Nipsey come on and you and you hear "Last Time That I Checked," mm-hmm. there's no, you can see him like yo. Mm-hmm. You can see him Dodgers cap on, blue yeah. Dodgers cap, mm-hmm. Chucks, blue Chucks. You just see him like rapping on stage. You know what I mean? He's he's full L.A. Yep. When you listen to Kendrick, when you hear Kendrick, you hear you see Kendrick in like just some hoodies in like a in some regular big joggers. like yeah. LA. You f- you hear LA, you feel LA. You know it's LA. Yeah. Exactly. When you hear Take Cobain, when you hear Lord Day, when you hear Ernest Third, you yo you want a crab cake or right. something? You know what I mean? Or you want something? <laughs> Crack the crab. <laughs> you know, nah, that's when serious. you when you hear certain artists, man, like you know it's 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 the feeling that you get. Just like you said, it's it's the feeling that you get, and. A lot of times, you know, sometimes if I'm feeling sad, I want my artist to give me sad music. Right. Because I want... Mary J. Yo, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and and a lot of times, like, you know, to circle back to a conversation we had earlier, it's like, you know, sometimes I want a Henny night. Right. You know what I mean? And like I said, Baltimore is, is two things. It's either <laughs> it's either Henny or, or it's got some eagles. So it's like, what I want a Henny night, if I wanna get a little dark liquor induced, if I wanna get a little angry but I still wanna make love, or mm-hmm. you know, I need this music. If yeah. I wanna just be happy the whole time, I need some Casamigos in the system, and that's what it's gonna be. But if I wanna chill, and just, you know, I know I'm not gonna be here long music, mm. give me a glass of wine. Because right. I know I ain't gonna be here long, but it was cool to see everybody anyway. and yeah. then we can roll. But I think we have to start appreciating artists more mm-hmm. for what they give us, and not just pigeonhole them or marginalize them to this one sound and uh, i think that's how people fade away is because we keep them in you. we keep them in this box so we don't let them go nowhere right.
2: mm-hmm. yeah shout out uh last night i performed at windsor inn uh with dj artis and uh shout out to uh mike on the mic and uh one thing he had said to me was uh and it, it kind i hear it a lot but one thing he was like man i feel like you don't get the recognition you deserve as far as you know the the stuff that with the places your song has been and uh just you know where the song is reaching the feel and everything and it like i i definitely be feeling that sometime but i feel like it just goes back to like how we were saying earlier like the the beat has a soul so you know you want people to feel to visualize um some of the people that i looked up to music um were the best storytellers i looked up to biggie and uh slick rick definitely. slick rick, slick definitely. rick was yeah. my he was the first person as far as hip-hop so a little background on me um My mother was really into the church growing up, so I was so she was saved, so she didn't listen to hip hop or rap music. So like I'm really naive to like my era of music because I had two options: it was either to listen to gospel or not listen to anything at all. So I chose not to listen to anything at all. So I don't really know too much music. That's why like now I'm learning more. I'm learning more. Because I just wasn't introduced There's a lot of songs now That's why I'm thankful For my friends man That I I hear Everybody know the lyrics too I don't know any And I feel like That kind of makes me special too Because it helps me Create my own sound Because I don't know Anybody else's like Sound so
1: I want to talk about that I got got a few questions But Mm -hmm. that That's so interesting Because I feel like I can hear Let me ask you this question From 2018 To 2022 Mm -hmm. How much music did you learn? Or, yeah, how much music did you learn?
2: Learn? How,
1: how much music were you exposed to that you've never heard before?
2: Um, A lot. Yeah. A lot as far as... Uh, yeah. yeah. I wasn't really yeah. exposed to anything. And I, honestly, I, I was can hear it. listening I can, to myself a lot I can hear too. It. Or like my, my like I said, my cousin Bones. I was listening to like people I knew whose stories were very similar to mine. Um, but yeah, man, I'm very naive when it comes to the music. Like, or ignorant. I... I that's going to be your superpower, too. Uh, I hope so, man. But you, I still want to learn, though, you know. And, and
1: But you're learning at 30, mm-hmm. right? So where you may not have known. I don't know. You may not have grown up with the Snoop Dogg Kyle and I grew up with. Mm-hmm. Um, the Chronic. Right. So you may you may have gotten it later in life. or whatever. I'm using that as an example. Whatever the artist, whatever that's the a good music example. is.
2: That's why I was happy when the movie came out. Because, yeah. you know, I'm kind of new to it. Um. Like, it just gave facts even with Dre and them because, you know, mm-hmm. I knew who Dr. Dre was, but what was he so, you hear about the chronic, but what was he so known for? Why is mm-hmm. Dr. Dre, and when you hear his music and even watching the movies or, like I say, st- really study these people, you see that they were like a just a whole nother level. It's like they weren't Fair. human, kind of, with yeah, certain the, things.
1: The, the things they were doing with the equipment of the time, mm-hmm. people of the with today's equipment cannot do. Right. Right? In the samples, you got to think. They Dre was playing the piano a little bit, but he was. He, they were digging through crates. This is this chest right here is filled with records. Mm-hmm. They were digging through crates, mm-hmm. right? And why, why I appreciate that about you mm-hmm. for whatever it is between 2018 and 2022 that required you, that made you play bass, pick up the bass, that exposed you to new music. I can hear the growth and your album to those few tracks you played for us pre-podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, because l- let's talk about <laughs> it. Because I was talking to Kyle about it. Was, I've been talking to a few people about it, and he was like, oh, we got we got a little day on here, yo. It was you know, mm-hmm. trying to brag a little bit to my son, my nieces and nephew. <laughs> like, ah, <laughs> <yo.">
3: I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but so I'm listening to I'm listening to the album, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm gonna give critiques. I'm not. Okay. Hopefully, you don't take this as hate and no. nothing Ooh, like that. I'm I I gonna give it. honest I I critiques. It. I heard the passion. Mm-hmm. I was like, he need to be produced more. Mm -hmm.
2: That's what the label has said to me. I need better production. Yeah, maybe. Mm -hmm.
1: Whatever that means is it a better beat? Maybe Mm -hmm. is it someone to say, don't use this word, not that word. Mm -hmm. Pitch your voice up, hum it here, Mm -hmm. ad lib there, Mm -hmm. right? Because I was like, oh, because I I heard, I was like, nah, I don't know what it was for me.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. I was like, he needed more time. He needed three more months yeah he he needed some he needed every day with no distractions to do this like this is the template like all right it's here mm-hmm. it was like it's so for me it's like it's here he needed he needed something he needed something else it maybe was it was rushed. a resource maybe it was a resource okay it was okay. definitely rushed okay.
2: that I, so i made that album in like a week or two wow wow so um yeah i just made that album in like two weeks mm-hmm. um because i was just tired of like not having anything so like you said if i took my time that's what i'm learning now as yeah. far as like you know we young so we don't really know patience too much so and you don't need to <laughs> no. so right now i'm learning patience i'm learning like to how I really put a song together i'm hearing because mm. um, that's very important putting a song together um or just like i say understanding uh music right um the tones like how you said what should be here what should not be here what ad-lib to use do you even need ad-libs on this song um all that stuff kind of matters and i feel like you learn it just just from experience like me like i said i'm a student of the game when i'm in the studio with people i'm not just in the studio with you i'm watching you i'm studying you Mm i'm um um I'm, I may be comparing myself, like, especially if I'm doing a feature with somebody, you yeah. know, I kind of look at it like, you know, you're not going to be better than me on this feature, so, you know, I'm going to make sure. So, I don't know, it's just kind of different, like, no, kind of how, how I look. So, I, I just learned how to kind of be more patient with the music, and uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's, I think it's just been great to me, man. All
1: right, and so for me, that was one of that was my, that. this week has been my introduction to you. Mm-hmm. I did my Googles, I did my Instagrams, mm-hmm. but I, literally for the last week, it's been me and your album, your first album, mm-hmm. forty five minutes in the morning. From <laughs> you laughing from eight o'clock to eight forty five until I get in the office. So I listen. So your album like forty eight minutes, somewhere around mm-hmm. there. So it's the last song is going off as I'm walking, you know, as mm-hmm. I'm in the office. So I have really had time to sit and I was like, I need to keep listening to it. Unfortunately, I didn't get to the gym this week, so I, I haven't heard it in the gym or jogging it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what that's where my observations are coming from. No, so I, I was like, you can't it. you can't listen to an album one time and, and think you know about it. And mm-hmm. I, I I need to, I needed to make sure I gave you the respect. Let me sit down If I'm an the brother Let me do my research mm-hmm. you, you take the time To kind of hear um, With that Listening to the first album You played a few songs for us mm-hmm. it's, it's making so much sense I'm, I'm hearing your backstory. I'm like Okay you gotta have an album I'll just learned how to walk again I gotta, I gotta get these bars out I gotta get this out of my life right, You know I gotta right. get this out Now you picking up the bass And I'm hearing what you playing The stadium music Kyle calls it Wow It's making sense mm-hmm. It's making so much sense You talk about playing trumpet Okay the the melodies because you your first album i'm hearing a lot of melodies Mm -hmm. i'm hearing and your rapping is in a cadence Mm -hmm. that's a well specifically a rhythm that's repeating itself in a a good way Mm -hmm. i'm like okay i'm hearing that and then i'm hearing what i what i think is oh i think he's getting tired of that particular rap pattern he's trying to break it in Mm this in this song now and change Mm -hmm. up the rhythm that he's having of his of his cadence right okay so that's telling me he's effort. He's thinking he's being, you being conscious of it. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, yeah, I never try to sound, yeah. a, sound alike in a song. Mm-hmm. Um, I always try to switch it up. But that's one of my, one. Of, I want it to be one of my signatures where, you know, I'm able to do the hook. People may see me, hom- hearing me harmonizing mm-hmm. on the hook, but then I come on the verse with just straight lyrics. Yeah, or, yes. Um, I may come, or if I'm just, if I'm doing a hook and it's hip-hop-ish, like I may come on just harmonizing and then mid-harmonize to give you the lyrics towards the mm-hmm. end or right. something like that. Like and like you said, just go to putting a song together and, and making it, you know, make sense. Because songs should make sense. Like you say, you can't picture something. It's hard to picture or vision what someone's saying when you're all over the place. And mm-hmm. when you listen to a lot of music, and there's no shots to anybody, but a lot of it is similar Um, they talk about the same thing so I feel like too with your music you should talk about specific things too because a lot of people you never know who else may be feeling exactly like how you feeling and that little bit of of putting that in a song may help somebody else connect to you compared to you just being overall yeah we live in the trenches everybody got guns blah 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 but like um, you know if you was to be specific like my mom was on drugs and I had to take care of my little sister it's somebody out here that probably feels that Mm -hmm. heavy like you know what my mom was on drugs and i had to take care of my little sister or you know just for it to make sense that's kind of how i look at it because that's what the great ones do any song you know jay-z any of them and i know y'all probably gonna not like me for this but i'm not a jay-z fan but i respect him i respect his flow um my right hand man is a big jay-z fan so he makes me listen to him but I've learned so much from him just listening to him, his, his uh, double tantras, how he words things, how he he's realistic with his music. Yeah. You know, when he said he had Oprah in the hood drinking quarter waters. Well. Yeah. When you put that authenticness into your music and people can see it and they know that's who you are, that's what he really is, I feel like it just gives a different, a, a different feel to the music. I
0: think the thing is, that, like, you can fact check an a artist, like, Mm-hmm. What he said like yo he really there was an article and vibe or whatever mm-hmm. it was when he
1: had oprah in the hood yeah he had, he had <laughs> it was like for real um mm-hmm. do you know why jay is great do you know why even if you don't like him that's uh, that's feel preference like, but do you do you understand why such and such is great
2: i understand well to me i would say he's great not only for what he's done outside of music but um just how he was able to Always be relevant. I I respected how he handled his business. Even you look at his relationship, you really didn't hear too much about him being a certain type. He respected Beyonce, or um, just like I say, how he carried his business um, and his music. Like I watched a video where I don't know what documentary it is, but when he was in the studio and he was just even when he was with Timbaland, Mm -hmm. and him and Timbaland was going through beats and how he just listened to beats and and he just knew how to pick out. He knew what beat to say and what to say. It was like he had a gift for that. And I, that's one of the things I studied from Jay-Z. I feel like that makes him great as far as he knows he knows music, man. He, he knows music. So um, I think that's what makes him great and how his longevity in the game and how he's always been able to stay relevant, not to mention what he's done for the game, even on his contract statuses, how he changed the game as far as with that, um, you know. So, I yeah, I mean
1: that's why I would say he's great. Well, even to your your unpopular opinion that you're not a fan of Jay. I'm not a fan of Tupac. Uh I had my own views I probably shouldn't share them so. I, mm-hmm. eh, I feel like he was a corporate that. I I I I'll get into that probably another day, but I've heard a lot of people yeah. saying, you know, think, rest in peace, Bob, But the, I've yeah. heard people say that they feel like
2: that, he's he's ru- he ruined hip hop. I'm not going to say that. I've heard someone say that. I won't that. say that.
1: I can understand probably why they think that. As far as controversy. Yes, and yes.
2: Like, well, not the music, not the actual yeah. music. I, I, I think like he's as a, far a great remember. rapper. I think yeah.
1: his music is great. I'm just personally not a fan of him. Like, mm-hmm. I don't listen to... He's not in my playlist. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I don't understand his greatness. I, I love California Love. I love Hey, mm-hmm. hey Mama. Hey mm-hmm. um, Mama. Like, Brenda's got... I, like, Brenda's I know the joint show. Mac Avelli,
2: I definitely probably had a CD, actually. But, and I felt like yeah. that would make... Pop- special was because he spoke for people that mm-hmm. didn't have a voice even you know in the movie i don't know how true it is but um you know for the label whoever he was with they didn't want him to play a specific i think it was brenda's got a baby yeah. because of how it was depicted but he's like you know that's what that's what's going on out here like you may not want to play it but you know what i mean people out here really going through it and i kind of respected him for just standing on that and not kind of budging on that and just like i say he was versatile too his music Mm-hmm. I felt like range Because he could talk about love in a, in a certain type of way He could call you a B And mm-hmm. be disrespectful He could mm-hmm. talk about the times And what was going on What was relevant And he could give you thug life So you know
1: And that's a skill mm-hmm. It's a skill to be disrespectful in rap mm-hmm. That's a skill It's a skill to murder people in rap It's a skill to be loving in rap mm-hmm. It's a skill in the quality um, To that you, you spoke about Jay in the studio You know picking beats Mm-hmm. Why, why? I got? Why, why I have an artist here? Why I have my cousin who's a DJ here, also my co-host, mm-hmm. Kyle Day. Talk about the marriage, the relationship of artist and DJ. Like, you know, Fresh mm-hmm. Prince and Jazzy Jeff made it cool. Like, you're the artist, I'm the DJ. You're the rapper, I'm the DJ. But I feel like it is a synergy that may or may not exist anymore between artist and DJ. Yeah, that, I think is that's that very
2: important. Um, I've come across, especially here in Baltimore, a lot of artists do not—they don't get along with the DJs. And one thing, even if you do your history, like I said, I'm a student of the game, and most of the most successful groups had a DJ, had had a music guy like um, they had that person. Because I didn't even think Dr. Dre was a DJ before; he mm-hmm, was a DJ yeah. too. So. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like they go hand-in-hand. Even as an artist, I feel like, you know, you should have a group of DJs before you put a song out that you should be like, hey, what you think about this? They they should have input in what's going on um, because they know the crowd. Like you said, y'all control the crowd. Y'all control the party with the MC. Um, So if you know this, then your expertise is knowing what the people most likely want, what's banging. So it's like, why wouldn't you want to include someone like that and i think the disconnect with the artists uh and the djs is mainly here is you know artists will go up to a dj they have a paid gig they may have a contract with this establishment and they want you to come play the song not understanding that look this is my job i get paid for this if i play your song and it messes the mood up for this whole party if people don't like it you put my job at jeopardy and that's one the thing Korea. i realized yeah right your career at uh, Jeopardy and that's one thing I feel like artists don't look at as far as you know and that's to me that's kind of selfish you gotta understand and when you're understanding if I feel like DJs work with because they people too you get what I'm saying so it's like you come to people with respect and not pressing down because I've seen dudes press down on DJs like play my song and it's like yo these guys are men or women just like you know you can't just press down on people or whatever so as far as my, my advice to the artists is work with the DJs if it's, it's okay if you don't like a certain dj or whatever it's a thousand djs out here not no disrespect to anybody but you can find a, a different D- dj and don't take your depiction on one dj or on all djs because they're they're not all the same they're, they're people just like us and just keep mindful that when you do want a dj to play um you know these are guys there's certain ways you have to do certain things Um and on the other side, I wanted to speak on that. A lot of DJs, I feel like, have created a certain thing because it became a payola, Mm. where it wasn't. You know, to me, I grew up with DJs were the ones that broke a record. It didn't matter about the money. If the Mm -hmm. song was good, it was good. They broke the record. Mm -hmm. And now I feel like uh, it's payola. It's all about money. Even if the record is good, look, I'm not going to break this record for you because it's like, what do I get out of it? But instead of you, and what do I get out of it? Right. And what do some and I feel like a dj job is to break records you know is to keep the keep the party alive and it's like i feel like y'all not really doing it goes hand in hand i feel like you know a lot of djs is all about the money instead of the love and the art because y'all artists too mm-hmm. so um i think i think that's just where the disconnect is when i'm when i'm around people my artists around me and that's why I try to at least give some awareness to um, artists about DJs. You know, not all DJs. We need the DJs. Don't discourage. You need these groups. You need because that's how your music flows. That's how your music spreads. And uh, we gotta work with them. We gotta go hand in hand.
0: Yeah, it's it's uh, I, well, first of all, I seen uh the the big homie the 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 sensei. Uh, DJ Protocol is in the building. Oh, uh, shout out to Protocol. Protocol man. and shout out to Joe Inkwell. Yeah, Joe Showed Inkwell. Ink. Uh, shout out to DJ Ad Max. Um, a host of other DJs out there. I can't even begin to name who I've bumped shoulders with and been able to meet and stuff like that and, and learn something from. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just one of those things where sometimes as a DJ you get marginalized because of people's uh, people's ears because they're tuned into a certain frequency and they want to just hear this. Like, you know, uh, and it's hard for us because it's like, yo, I I get what you want, Mm -hmm. but understand, like right now it's not going to fit the bill of what's what's in the crowd, what's in the room. Mm -hmm. I got to read the room because everybody's not gonna, because you asked for this song doesn't mean 29 other people want to hear it. Or because you don't want to hear this, that doesn't mean that the 40 other people you know, gotta that's not-
1: on that's on the bar chicken their ass. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 yo, they're
0: they enjoying it. So yeah. like, you know, sometimes that that man to woman uh interaction sometimes is like, yo, the women wanna hear this, the ladies wanna hear that mm-hmm. and you gotta oblige everybody. So it's like, fellas, I understand where y'all wanna be, but we got also gotta be mindful that, yo, I'm I'm
2: yeah, work for for y'all for it's y'all to right for now.
0: y'all to stay engaged. The ladies got to be
2: engaged, mm-hmm. and, and the guys follow the women. up there speak
1: on the science of it.
0: So it's like, bro, I'm I'm doing this. This is I'm I'm curating a vibe, so the ladies stay engaged, and you guys can do what you got mm-hmm. to do to have a em- good night. E- have a good night, either impress or just you know meet somebody. Mm-hmm. So, but but don't but don't get mad at me because you think. You think that because I'm not playing, I'm not selling drugs, quote unquote. We call it selling drugs. Selling drugs. Music. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not trapping out, and I'm not doing all. I'm like, yo, listen. There, look at them. They're vibing. They're having a good time. They're talking to their homegirls. They're chilling. That's the perfect time for you to offer them a drink because they're in a good mood. They're mellow. They're 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 open. They're musically vulnerable. Mm. Their their vulnerability is open because they're musically, mm-hmm. their frequency He's is own, exactly bro. their frequency is is very high right because of the vibes feeling good like that's right. the time for you to do that but if you can't read the room and you're used to like having little little drug selling chicks little trap chicks like mm-hmm. jumping all over the place and trap right. chicks you know what i'm saying <laughs> like yo, it's a different vibe at 30 you know what i mean like yeah. the, the vibe is different that's like real
1: life. we gotta get into
2: that real quick come on, I, know we, I
1: know i know we hitting time but mm-hmm. yo, what's your vibe like at 30 versus your vibe at 23
2: um 23 was and, more
1: and, so And specifically we talking about the mean we, we in the conversation now we talking about the ladies we had the <laughs> we had the spots where what's the vibe like for you?
2: Yeah 23 man I was a I ain't going to lie to y'all man I was a big hoe I was uh <laughs> at I was at a time in my life where um so I had this philosophy that I never <laughs> lied to women I felt like you if when you give a woman the choice or you give them the ability she always going to choose you well yeah she, she is yeah uh i feel like i was kind of chasing it was all about you know how many girls can i get you know instead of really understanding the value of, of, of like quantity but what is the quality of this mm. girl so like now i'm also look for the the quality like uh i'm happy with this one if i can find this one and uh, you know she, she's she's he's better than could be better than 30 having 30 or 40 because a lot of times i feel like we are chasing what one may not have okay well this one has that instead of i know no one has everything but you could find somebody that has those, key, those core those key things that you kind of want wanting a partner um so at 23 man i was definitely more so like look i'm not going to i'm not going to be your boyfriend i am talking to other people but i'm on my stuff you know, I have a mentality, I will support you, you hungry, we can talk, you want to talk about what's going on in your life, we can do that. Um, and then compared to now, it's just more so, man, I'm just, you know, I'm looking for peace, man, and I'm looking for, like, I'm trying to be successful and I know what I need to be around. So that's kind of what I want want to be.
1: Kanye said it best. One good girl is worth a, a thousand bitches. Yep. There yep. you go. <laughs>
2: um,
1: what is she? Tell me, tell me about her.
2: About... Her. Who would be my dream? Her, yeah. Tell me about her. Um, like, man. like real,
1: like real, like I know we we, we doing the show and shit. Mm-hmm. Yo, we the homies like yo. What she's you looking gotta for? Have,
2: yo? She's gotta have a uh, sense of humor because mm-hmm. I like I like I I'm very chills and laid back, but I'm very sarcastic. I'm very like. Um, and don't and don't act like yo, you
1: don't got the, the Popman song in the city, yo. No, th- <laughs> no, 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 no. That's important to right. think about when yeah. you're looking for her. Mm-hmm. And it's only getting better, yo. Cause he gonna play your new music, later. <laughs> cause I've, I've I've heard the new music. I was like, yo, that's it's better than ooh, and that's mm-hmm. a great song.
2: Yeah,
1: that has to factor into it, yo, because of who you are and the, like yo, your career.
2: Yeah. Um, and she to me she has to read, man, cause I read a lot. So mm-hmm. reading is very important to me. I feel like when you read, you learn. So if you're not really inter- interested in reading, I feel like we would never really be compatible because I'm always reading. I'm always trying to learn. I'm always trying to do something. So, you know, I have give you to a book. be, I got be something. fed that. Uh, that's dope. So, you know, she has to feed my mental. I'm real big on mental um, because I do suffer from depression. I suffer from PTSD. Mm. Um. So, and I know I have those. I know what my weaknesses are. How are you and
1: working on it? I'm cutting you off.
2: I apologize. Mm-hmm. No, it's cool. How are you working on it? Um, as far as I was in therapy for a long time. Respect. Um, I feel like therapy is very important. People shouldn't look down on therapy. There's nothing wrong with therapy at all, Praise especially us therapy. as black men, um, because we're taught to hold our feelings in. We're not supposed to cry. Look, you're supposed to just deal with it, and that's just how we are raised. But at the end of the day, it's okay not being okay. It's not. It's okay mm. if you feel like. You know, you have the burden of your shoulders, and you and you just want to break down because you know, like I said, we're taught not to cry. We're taught to just be strong. We gotta be strong. We gotta be strong. Um, so, um, and two, I guess, looking for a woman who's someone I could be vulnerable with, Respect. and not feel like you'll use my vulnerability against me or to hurt me, or to hurt me. You I, know, I think that's the the
1: as a man, I'm speaking for myself. I think I can speak for my cousin. Mm-hmm. That's one of our biggest fears, is that and desires. Yeah. Our biggest desire is to find someone we can just be vulnerable with. I can tell you all of my weak spots. I can tell you my Achilles heel. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that my, if you cut off my hair, it's going to take my power, mm-hmm. right? But our biggest fear is that you're going to use that now in a, in a moment of similar vulnerability mm-hmm. to cut me deep in a place that only you could cut me because only you know that's where I'm vulnerable at. Yeah. Um, I,
2: agree. yeah. I have a question, and I want your opinions on it. Absolutely. I know Shakespeare said, we inspire the, the date women that remind us of our mothers. Um, so how do y'all? Do you feel like that's true or no? No.
1: I don't No, no. I think if you have a great relationship with your mother, probably mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. That's probably the first woman you loved, the first woman that cared for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Grab, grab, grab the mic. I would have grab, you, gave you a mic. Take, take the mic, yo. Everybody, this is uh KB. Cameraman extraordinaire. I think he's really like the mentor, the sensei for Day as well. He got a lot of roles, but the, his business card as cameraman. Hey, how y'all doing?
2: Um, I've definitely been in that situation before. A little closer. To... first love, my yeah. first high school love. Yeah. Um, She definitely uh, mirrored my mother.
0: Um, uh, Same initials of the name. Height, everything, the sense of humor. Everything was like, damn, she's just like my mother. And I think when uh, we finally broke apart, it cut me deep because I'm like, damn, this is who I really wanted to be with because she was tight my mother. Everything was like similar to my, to my mother.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But then when you look at it in hindsight, it's like, ugh, you kind of really don't want nobody like your mother because <laughs> it's your mother. Yeah. It was like, yeah. nah. So similar to the, the situation right. with uh, Art Kelly. And I think his his mother. He, he took a glass from us Something had the lipstick on it And he was Whatever it was I can't remember uh, Verbatim but Similar to that It's kind of sick
1: mm-hmm. Yeah and I think too, it's not the I want someone that looks like my mother. I think it's often traits, the, the, the traits, traits the, the, the traits, the nurturing, yes, the 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 places of, of comfort. What you in church, mm-hmm. you let la- you fall asleep in your mother's lap, she give you a peppermint. Mm-hmm. That's just a comfortable moment, right? right? You laughing, but it's real. Or well, grandma, right. Yeah, right? That that peppermint.
0: Nah.
2: I mean, Fifty Shades a great kind of show. It like you know this guy was attracted to women that reminded him of his mom, mm-hmm. and he he was abused by his mother. So, See that's that's trauma.
1: Yes, I think I don't think, in my opinion, Shakespeare wasn't coming from a place of trauma, right. a place of you had a, a two parent home, or, you know, a loving home. What we believe and we want for our children and, and families, what is what we believe to be appropriate. Mm-hmm. I think in that scenario, it makes sense because if we flip it, often women look for men that are like their fathers. They do, um, they do. I think sometimes good or bad mm-hmm. uh, traits, but they look for that. Um, no, I as well, so I, it may be the human condition more than just men, mm-hmm. but I definitely I think so. If you have a positive relationship, but and I think if you have a negative relationship with your mom, you may look for the opposite.
2: Yeah, opposites attract, though.
1: That's real. That's real. Did you did you look for traits of your mom and the woman you date?
2: Um, I would say so. Like as far as the strength um Mm. because i saw what women were capable of um through my mom um able to raise a household without a man Mm -hmm. i'm not saying that we should definitely have a man in the household but she was able to to do that and still instill. and i still have my manliness about me i'm not really feminine like she was still able to instill certain things in me that Mm -hmm. um I still needed a, a guy with certain things and thankful for high school and stuff like that, where I started meeting male teachers where I could right. kind of look up to because I didn't, I never had like a male role model well, growing so, up.
1: I take your pops wasn't in the house, unfortunately. No, I, okay. I
2: don't, I really don't know nothing about him. So, um, Respect. you know, it was really just my mom. She was the only person I had. I didn't have grandparents, aunts, uncles. Um, so I looked to her for a lot. She was really my everything. Um, yeah, so like I said, when I got to high school, that's when I really start start seeing what men were, mm. people coming. Um, and no disrespect to my OGs from around my way or anything like that because they showed me, too, in certain things what to do. But as far as, like, educational yeah. or just a certain type of path, those were the first guys that I kind of noticed that were, that stuck out to me that, okay, mm. I kind of want to be like this.
1: Let's have some real man talk. One of my mentors told me. My, one of my first main mentors he was like jeremy i'm not your mentor for everything mm-hmm. I'm, i may be your character mentor to develop your character mm-hmm. but you need a mentor for spirituality because he was like our spiritual beliefs may not be the same so mm-hmm. you need a you need a mentor for finances mm-hmm. right he was like i'm 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 an older man i was married once i'm not, i i do not have no desire to get married you need a mentor for relationships mm-hmm. i may not be able to help you in that i can right. give you some things along the way so, to your point about the OGs, I'm like, oh, you got to have several mentors, mm-hmm. and they, not, they may not be in all of the same areas, mm-hmm. right? Like, I'm looking for a mentor for audio production and videography, because I'm trying to get into that now. Right. So, and it, my my mentor may be younger than me. It mm-hmm. may be some kid in college that's, you know, 10 right. years younger than me. Right. Okay? Like, yo, my right. mentor type of thing. So, uh, I, you know, I think it's for us as men, we need several mentors, like. One of my other best friends is also my, I'm fortunate my cousins are my best friends, like. <laughs> Nothing wrong with no, that. No, no, I'm, I'm fortunate, I, I don't want it to be any other way.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: He's younger than me, but he, Johnny's one of my mentors, mm-hmm. right? He's he's yo, he's one of my life mentors, you know. I joke, I was like, you know all the bodies are buried, but that's one of my, Kyle is one of my mentors. Mm-hmm. Like we mentor, and my account, accountability partner. Right. But you gotta have mentors along the way. And mm-hmm. I, I like to believe I'm, I'm in a group, I'm some of the brothers in our groups. Mentor, right, uh, or at the very least, accountability partner. I think you know. we gotta have as men, several men. Yep, not a lot of men. Probably more than three, though, or mm-hmm. at least three, to mentor us in different facets of life.
2: And we also need men that's that's willing to give that information because it's a lot yeah. of. I, I feel like because i feel like the same way with you i, I feel like it's it's really a, a ongoing process so i have a I have a few guys that i put under my wing that i see potential in and mm-hmm. i give them certain like hints or something like that whatever knowledge i have i try to give them because it's an ongoing process if you do do it the right way what you're supposed to do hopefully it trickles down and it, it creates a legacy i know like i say i come from a place where your ogs whoever your og was you kind of carry traits. Of who they were like if they were good if they were good business people they stuck to their word most likely you stuck to your word and that kind of follows you so whoever you put under you you gonna make sure you know look you know you got to be like this and i feel like that's that's kind of important with mentoring too um as far as you know especially us, us us men you know if you see someone that you have potential in you know it's nothing wrong with putting them under your wing and, and giving them not saying you got to take care of anybody or anything like that but mm. it's nothing wrong with Given information because at the end of the day that's what information is about being passed. Any that's type right. of information is being passed. So you just want to pass it down because that's where legacy comes from. You know. What? We pass our stuff down to our kids or our sons but blood don't always make you you know. You don't necessarily have to be my blood for me to teach you because I've got people that weren't my blood but I've learned so much. I look at them like fathers or uh, like you say mentors yeah. for certain things.
1: We We, we called it you know, in, one, in, the, in the 100 black like, men we called it multi-level mentoring okay right so my mentor 70 something years old okay but while he's my direct mentor I actually had another mentor who at the time was about 45, 50 mm. see what I'm saying because there was still a gap there were some things that my mentor at 75 there was a gap so I needed someone in between right you know at, at 45 that mm-hmm. can mentor me mm-hmm. so me at the time at like 32 could be mentored and now i can mentor the kids i can mentor mm-hmm. the 18 year old but my 18 year old or my college students are mentoring the kids in high school right multi-level mentoring and so we would have a line of mentoring and we would all go out to eat so all five of us all six of us so you got the age ranges of our mentoring structure
2: sound like a village man it's it's a village
1: sounds like a village it's a village yo it it, it, it takes a lot to your point about sharing the knowledge mm-hmm. you got to give everything and once again shout out to bill Gramet. um bill would always say jeremy you got to show your flaws as well
2: mm-hmm.
1: you got to show them on the things you're struggling on and how yep. you're working to get over it yep. you got to show them that you're depressed mm-hmm. but i'm getting through it mm-hmm. i'm still i'm still showing up on time on saturdays at 8 a.m to get these mentoring sessions in mm-hmm. you know i'm still helping you with your homework and i'm still fighting depression right this is what depression is this is this is how it is affecting me. This is where it's coming from, and this is what I'm doing to overcome it. Mm-hmm. Right. So you can't only show your wins as a mentor. Your wins are important, and you must have wins to be able to mentor. Right. In my opinion. But you also got to show your flaws. Mm-hmm. You got to show the areas. I that think you're, that's that the accountability.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You got to show that accountability. You know, rest in peace to the Godfather, Kevin Samuels, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's and, a whole another um, topic, but yeah, yes. Yes. He, I I really loved watching his videos because he brought awareness. It's like people not aware of themselves. They, like, you have to fully be aware of yourself. You have to be aware of your weaknesses, your strengths. A lot of people just focus on the strengths, but your weaknesses. And a lot of weaknesses can turn into strengths if you if you focus on them enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like that's, that's in our generation. Accountability is definitely a big one. People don't like to be accountable for anything. And awareness, like, you know, people, the social media, I feel like, takes away people's awareness where... Um, social media—you have social media awareness, and then you have this awareness—the real life awareness, uh, where you really need to know who you are, what you mm-hmm. stand for, or you know, stuff like that. But I think accountability and awareness are two key factors that this generation really needs help on, and, and we need to strengthen up.
1: Who was the last black man you told you loved?
2: Um, probably my son. Respect. Probably my son Well I don't don't want Counting him as black man But He was with the lead
1: Nah you raising him As a man Yeah
2: So my son would be And uh, my my friends man I tell him every time I see him I love him man Yeah
1: How does that feel I'm I'm asking these questions Because I think Just Mm pre-COVID Slightly before COVID I think the crew We just started Like yo I love you Mm -hmm. I know what happened Yo One of our guys Passed away Mm -hmm. Great musician A great drummer Rest in peace and I think that moment changed the homies, cause he he got shot, and I, that's not for the... That's we can talk off. Of it, it's not for the, it's not mm-hmm. for cameras. Mm-hmm. And I think we all saw mortality, cause it was one of those. Not him. He not the guy that deserved. He not not him. He don't deserve this. It's people out there doing dirt. It's people that's just mm-hmm. foul people. This the guy that had it. Injury in his leg. Surgery on his leg. Yo, I don't want no help. I got, yo, but the gig is three floors up and there's no elevator, yo. I, I'm a drummer. I carry my drums. Mm-hmm. You don't help me. All right, yo. That guy don't deserve to get shot. Yeah. Right? So I, I bring that up to say, I think at that
2: moment, the homie's like, yo, I love you. Mm-hmm. I love you. Awareness. Awareness, yo. It, bring, it brings that awareness. awareness yo. Where it's like, you know, people, we live life, so we live life. And to me being shot, me, it helped me not take that, life I, for granted i didn't mean to bring up for that standpoint. no 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 no. So. but I, it, it's it's definitely i feel like me being shot is what helped me mature also to this because i learned that my life could have been i'm fighting for my life i'm fighting to stay alive so like i said it just bring brings awareness uh to to whatever you're doing and um i forgot where we were going with it whatever where you take us yo um what, what, I'm trying to think, what, what was the question, though, the original question? I,
1: I, the original question, honestly, was the last black man you said, I love you. And then right. I went into the story of why I felt like the homies... Oh, why guys say they love you. Yeah,
2: yeah. Because um, I, I actually... I had um, I had someone I was dealing with actually ask me, because when I talk to my friends and my family, I always say, I love you. And mm-hmm. they not like that. They don't say it to each other. Mm-hmm. So for me to always say it, it was kind of weird to them. Like, why you always telling me you love them or... But in that way, they showed their love a different way. So it was like they didn't really tell each other, but, like, they would do certain things. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, like, I grew up where you, we need to hear it. We need to, like, you know, if you love me, embrace me. Let yeah. me know, like, so um, I feel like people, it brought awareness. And it's a lot of people out here that, that's not like that, that don't tell the people. They, they may love them today. And it's like I don't want to be one of them people that, man, I wish I had told Mm-hmm. That person, I, I loved him, them. or you know, I didn't tell him what I really wanted to say, or whatever the case is, you know. So I, I always kept that kind of mind frame. So that's what I kind of think about. Um, and like I said, just come with awareness, man. Nah, you know?
1: I'm with it. Kyle, I got a question. You want to jump in? But I, I, I think this is a good moment. I want to ask Day. Like Day, you every you not what I expected, and you everything I expected, Joe. No, 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 okay. and, and 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 I say that we will we'll we'll talk more about that towards at the towards the end of this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I think this is a good moment for me to to share that that you're nothing that I expected and you're everything that I expected. Like I, like I said, I feel like whoever you whoever you are musically, whoever you were in 2019, we released your album. Mm-hmm. At the very least, that's who I know you to be. Mm-hmm. I feel like I know you after five seven days of listening to your... Because I'm 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 I want to understand it and live with it and like all right let me feel let me see where you coming from mm-hmm. right and then we had to be having the conversation tonight you appreciate the fact that you appreciate the vibe with the effort we trying to put into it mm-hmm. let lets me know that you you we all on the same wavelength that you see what we trying to do like mm-hmm. you seen that you seen that behind the scenes like yo behind the cameras it look crazy but mm-hmm. yo it's real life in here yo. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that being said. You've been to DC before. We all been mm-hmm. to DC. You have you been to the African American Museum of History and Culture?
2: Um I think I've been there. I think I've been there uh once. Didn't we go up there, one What museum was that we went up to? Was it in the Philly? No. No, it was, was in D.C. It was in
1: DC. Yeah, it's on the National Mall, but you, oh, you know Martin it's th- Martin Luther King's? The, you went to the M L K Monument. But not the museum. The water. The title basin.
2: Yeah, it was like where the big field, you know that big historic field with the picture where all the people was Yeah, at, yeah, yeah. All right, right, all right, all right, bet, bet, bet.
1: This is, I am, Kyle, you hold me accountable. Day, you hold me accountable. KB, you hold me accountable. By August. that is it's July. By, no, no, by August, no. No, <laughs> no, no, still, I ain't shopping, I ain't still shopping. Was still. Like, Damn, it's too close. I know. <laughs> I had to think about the time. Yeah, times, yeah, man. yeah, no, by August, I need to have a, a date, tickets reserved, transportation if if required for us to for people to go to the museum mm-hmm. of African American a lot of our guests we've been doing this for five years mm-hmm. what 180 posted probably 250 in a tuck of episodes it's, it's easily 50 episodes is not released
3: mm-hmm.
1: of that of our guests probably 90% haven't been to the museum mm-hmm. and that's okay yeah bro that's okay I just want us to go no, nah, yo I, I, I just want us to go Because Even in the museum The museum It's six floors mm-hmm. So it starts from slavery To modern day That's dope On the top level You would were, were so appreciate it Kyle I know appreciates it It's an exhibit of music Black music mm-hmm. But as you walking Into the museum uh, Exhibit Excuse me Of black, mu- uh, black music There's some Other exhibits And one is a guy Hands crossed He's wearing a suit Leaning against a car Mm-hmm Talks about why we lean and pose and take pictures the way we do. Mm-hmm. It's fly, yo. And at that moment, yo, I'll cry. I don't think I cried the drop of a dime, but I'm definitely emotional. Mm-hmm. At that moment, I teared up because I'm there with my I'm there with my brother, my two brothers, our father and our uncle. Our uncle's our our father's twin brother. Okay. And I'm like, yo, it's a museum about us. Mm-hmm. The, I'm like, yo, this is literally a museum about us. That's why. That's why I always bring it up. I think that's why It's important Because it's literally A museum about us
2: Yeah I think that's dope man Yo damn
1: Yo the usher badge I wore in church Is in the museum Wow And it talked about How that came to be The chair my father Sat in in school My father grew up on a farm in Emporia Pop is 78 Be 78 this year Mm -hmm. The chair The wooden chairs And in school He was like Jeremy this is literally How I grew up
2: That's wild
1: Here's how crazy it is We're first generation Not in the military the guns my my father and my uncle his brother twin brother used in the air force in the military, in the army in the museum so i wonder how it was for them then he's telling me he's telling me the issues with that gun mm-hmm. like he's back in basic training he's like this is how you put it together that right there you got to do it like this they, they actually need to switch these around cuz it doesn't come together like that you got to put this piece mm-hmm. in first but he was like this gun is a piece of shit because if it gets dirty <laughs> It jams, mm-hmm. so then you gotta clean it, and you don't want it to jam when you out there in with the war, Viet Cong, yeah. cause Pop was in Korea. Okay, like yo, I've never like my Pop has millions of stories. I've never heard this story before. That's dope. So man. the museum has special spots in my heart because mm-hmm. what it, how it brought us together, and I for me that moment was fly. So you yo K, KB, Kyle, Day, y'all gotta hold me accountable by by August. August. I need to have some type of situation where we all get together. Whoever was available was interested in going to the museum.
2: I think that's dope, man. And yo, I think history is the thing that's going to bring us together, really. Absolutely. If, if people like how that the experience was for you. Yeah. Like that's why I'm so big in like trying to learn the history. Um, that's why I wanted to go to a HBCU. Shout out to Dell State. You went to Dell State?
1: Yeah. Ooh. You, yeah. Did you finish?
2: No, I didn't graduate. How uh, um, I many years you up there? So I did two years. You
1: Thirty. How old are you now? Thirty.
2: I'm thirty. Yep. Yeah. So you I know
1: uh, Sydney Persons? No. Said you you in the chat said y'all were at Del State at the same time. I came. I went to Del State at so probably 2011.
2: yeah. She's turned thirty two. Yeah, yeah, she
1: just turned thirty as well.
2: Okay.
1: Yo, that's yeah. crazy. Yo, stay shout at, out to Del State. At Evers.
2: Clever shout Evers. Shout out to Del State. Yo,
1: Del State was. We yeah. can talk about that offline. So, Matt, but you ha- you haven't been to the museum. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But imagine you're on the national mall. It's you and KB. You went to the museum that day. You was like, yo, Jay said we was supposed to go to the museum. I need to go before the trip. I'm wanna I don't wanna I don't want wait no more. So you go to the museum. They see you walking out. And out of nowhere you hear, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> they yelling, they yelling like, yo, they yo come oh we seen you on bourbon and boy shorts. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. So they they pull you and KB like yo, we going? Like, so they pull you by the wrist. Mm-hmm. They are like, yo, we need you to speak you like, all right, cool, because you want people to hear your music. You want to mm. talk to people. Mm-hmm. They put you in front of the podium. They put you in front of the microphone like the one you have in your hand. Mm-hmm. they like, all right, yo, talk to them. you like, what? So you look out. You're at the podium over the National Mall. You see a sea of black faces. You're like, all right, it's black people. I know what it is. I can talk to my people. Mm-hmm. So you look closer. You're like, yo, it's black men. You look up. You see a banner. you at the real brother much. Mm-hmm. And so you get an opportunity to ask a million black men one question. Mm-hmm. And each man will answer your question with their own unique answer. Okay. What are you going to ask them? Um. Who are you? Who am I? That's a great question. Yo. All right. I'll be transparent. Yo, if I'm if I'm being, as I pray to enter the our, our podcast, if I'm being completely transparent, I'm trying to figure that out, yo. Mm-hmm like i feel
2: like that's the question we really ask ourselves that's mm-hmm. why we do the research to find our history that's why we want to know where we come from that's why you want to know who you are you want to know like where do you come from where like you know i think that's and no matter who you are i feel like that's just a question people think about who who are we who are you mm-hmm. or to like how do you want to leave your mark um if somebody was to ask you you know mm-hmm. who who were you how mm-hmm. would you want people to describe you? What would you want your legacy to be? Okay. How do you want to be remembered?
1: All right, so that's two questions. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, my answer first. Who am I? And then I'm gonna answer what do I want my legacy to be. I, what do I want people to mm-hmm. um, describe. You, you it can answer two. Conley. Absolutely. I'm here. Um, who am like yo? I'm, I'm trying to figure out who I am now. Right. Mm-hmm. So 30s. This I just turned 37. This 37 year old version of Jeremy is realizing there there were goals i set for myself i haven't achieved there were goals i set for myself i i, I achieved too early mm-hmm. there are things i wish i would have goals i would have set for myself mm-hmm. um this version of me is realizing that the previous versions of me were who they were at that time and they they do not fit today okay right so there was a period in my life where like all right once i do these things I got it i'm it i'm the shit.
2: is that growth
1: i think uh, it's growth i okay. think it's growth i think it's understanding i think it's wisdom and i think it's honesty mm-hmm. right I, at some point this version of me now is being honest with myself of what i want what i don't want whether it fits societal norms or not like this is this is this is what makes me happy and i'm going after it and if it makes you mad if you feel slighted uh kenny i'm sorry i'm so right. sorry for you right. i'm so sorry like it wasn't even my intention to make you feel bad but unapologetic i gotta be unapologetic right mm-hmm that's that's who i am now this this version of me now is being intentional with cultivating the friendships of others mm-hmm. right for, for because in our younger years i realized yo, we was all chasing chicks mm-hmm. so for me i'm really analytical i'm like oh i got better chances of chasing chicks with no one's around me right <laughs> like the group like just like for women for men like the group fucks up my numbers like mm-hmm. yo i can i can go i'm realizing one chasing chicks ain't Yo, it means and nothing. It, yeah, it's not what it's cracked but up to be. But mm-hmm. because of that, I really didn't cultivate a lot of friendships mm-hmm. that I could have cultivated. Right. Um, and then I'm, there's some, of course, I'm glad I didn't. Um, so I'm trying to be more intentional about that. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be not have a facade up because um, I'm the youngest of six. Okay. I always felt like I ha- I couldn't be the fuck up. I always felt like I can't be the one to make a mistake pop did so much for all my other siblings and he would do even more for me i know it Mm -hmm. but i never wanted to be the one who pop had to do something for who had to bail out of trouble and of course he bails me out of trouble or or does what he's supposed to do as a father i'm so blessed but because of that feeling there's nothing that was required of me it's something that i took on that's how i was wired right so, who I am now was just trying to be vulnerable. It was a choice. It we, was a choice.
2: You chose to be that person.
1: But And, and it's, 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 it's different, right? So, um, I'm my mother's only child, and I'm the youngest of six by my father. So, that okay. gives you the dynamic. Um, I have a very blended family. I'm close to all sides, mm-hmm. right? So, on one side, I have to be, on some level, the man of the house. Right. On another side, I get to be the baby. Right. And I'm the only child... And I get to be the baby mm-hmm. sometimes, and other times I gotta be the man of the house, and I gotta figure out it. I I, I gotta do the things that are the man of the house, and mm-hmm. I gotta you know provide. And moments, where I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have to do this. I don't want to have to do this. Mm-hmm. Who else is gonna do it though? Right. Like, and that's why I'm in. That's the moment I'm in right now. Like, I'm a mother's caregiver, so if I'm being real, you know even more transparent, mm-hmm. I don't want to do that shit. Right. I'm being completely transparent, and someone gonna hit this in however many years. I don't want to do that shit. Mm-hmm. This shit is hard. Yeah. Who else is going to do it though? It's a right. conversation I had with my father this weekend and my brothers. And I was like, yo, pop, my brothers feel some type of way, but I was like, yo, they ain't had to do this shit.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: They took, some of them took care of their moms, but they ain't had to do this shit. Right. They ain't had to change. The, they ain't had to, They mother poop in the bed, they ain't had to clean it. Mm-hmm. They had other family members on their side. Or down the commode. All of that, or yeah, yeah. 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 I, my mother can't walk, so I, I really want to talk to you about how would you do the walk again? Because she had a stroke, so I'm trying to teach her how to walk again. They ain't had to do that part of it, mm-hmm. it's like, and I don't want to do this shit. Mm-hmm. I know it's my responsibility. I know it's a blessing. It's my privilege to do it, and I'm still human and not want to have to do that shit.
2: No, I definitely feel like So that
1: that w- that was my long way of saying inventing and getting all of it out because we we just homies kicking it
2: mm-hmm. of who I am now. No, so, that's dope, man. Yeah. But I hear a lot of growth though, like like you say, just listening. It's the awareness and the growth. Yeah. Uh, and I definitely relate, because like I said, my mother was sick for a long time where she couldn't walk and she really re- was restricted to yeah, a room. we got to talk about it. I'm
1: I want to talk to you about
2: that. She was definitely restricted to a room where we had to put the microwave, the refrigerator, Yo, like everything no, in her room. Let's
1: talk about, that. well, we didn't get to that dope chick of the week. My mom, Sunday, mm-hmm. was the first time I was able to take my mother out the mm-hmm. house in over a year. That's, we went to Cracker Barrel. She was like, I want to go to Cracker Barrel. Oh, man. <laughs> Alright yo My son here was Like yo Jay We gotta get mom To Cracker Barrel mm-hmm. gotta get mom To Cracker Barrel She was at Cracker Barrel Time of her life yo mm-hmm. Rolled to, You know they got The little store Rolled well, around I don't know I, I never been there Oh, but they, When you walk in They got like a gift shop But it's like a mini That's store. the breakfast place right Yeah it's the breakfast spot okay. She loves it So you can buy clothes You can buy candy mm-hmm. Random trinkets Toys Right rolled around the store 30 minutes yo be looking at everything <laughs> be so happy to be out yo yeah so I, i'm happy about that so i definitely I definitely want to pick your brain about that yeah after the fact yo.
2: yeah um well as far as like well to speak on the how did i started walking again um it just starts with you man like you know it everything starts with you like your mental you just have to put in your mind i'm gonna walk again yeah because um, the doctors will tell you stuff you ain't gonna like they'll tell you I was told I would never be able to walk again I was told That's my crazy. hair my hair wouldn't be able to grow where I was shot at Um, I was told a lot of stuff man and like look at me now you know like yeah, yeah. so it, I, I'm a believer in it starts with you, you know, and and like I said, it sounds like your mom's a fighter, a trooper. Absolutely. So she's definitely, you know, she really get up, and she's got the support, and yes, that's sir. the biggest thing too. Like if she's the support and the will to wanna to wanna do something. As far as with my mom, like I wanted her, she hasn't been outside in a long time, and I I just wanted her to go on the porch or something like that, there but because go. of her, she was the dep- she was sad a lot. I'm listening. So. Because of her, of her being sad It was really hard for her To want to wanna come out And that was the hardest part We wanted her to come out But it really Because she didn't really want to It was like it really didn't happen mm-hmm. So I mean all that stuff I Yo. feel like it just go hand in hand
1: Kyle I want you to answer this I want to talk to that And Kyle jump into this To the, your mom being sad a lot I had to take my mother Off depression medicine
3: mm-hmm.
1: Cause I'm And It was making her throw up mm-hmm. And I'm like Yo why was your doctor Ever pre- prescribed you Like the first like three side effects of nausea, another type of nausea, another type of nausea for two medicines. Switch doctors and he was like, I don't understand why she was on this.
2: So, I don't believe in that. I don't believe in medicine. Me personally, yeah. I only have to as as have a part as, two and talk about that for Yeah, I don't yeah. believe in um I'm not a big uh advocate in like Advils, Tylenols. I'm big on natural stuff, Doctor C V all day, you Absolutely. know what I'm saying? So I'm um, CMOS, yeah. stuff like that. Like I'm real big on natural stuff, so I don't believe in pills, that's just not my thing. Um but, um, I don't know, it's, it's, it's like I say, for you to have to take your mom off the depression because she was throwing up, but was it really helping her depression? No. That's what I'm saying. Like, no, at, at, <laughs> Yo, took her off of that, she
1: stopped throwing up, she could hold food down. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is my mother. This is the woman I know. Right. I didn't
2: know this other woman for the last six months. It's like really It's like the drugs they yeah, give you, like it's I had enough no to idea. surpass. It's just enough to suppress. It's like zombies, man, kinda like uh, I feel like some of that medicine that they, and that, that was one thing because yeah. I'm, I'm a, I am got friends that's, you know, they on drugs and you know, them dudes be looking like zombies sometimes and that's, that's I'm a big learner on watching around me and to mm-hmm. not, what not to do. Yeah, And I just seen how pills destroyed a lot of my friends or even family, you know, and I just, that's, that's just, real life, I I'm not with that.
1: Kyle, jump in here, yo, who are you? <laughs> 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 I know you, you yeah. Uh,
0: What did the pastor say mm-hmm. I'm a man No mm-hmm, for real mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm a man and I know what the hell I'm doing okay. But I'm a man And mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm doing But I know what I want Okay. And that's me right now Yeah. I'm like I know I don't know what I'm doing But I know what I want mm-hmm. And I'm just working towards what I want mm-hmm. And what needs to happen for me mm-hmm. So wholeheartedly. I'm growing, I'm healing. And I'm just trying to get better every day. Like we all got kids in this you got kids? So we all got kids right. in this room. Mm-hmm. And I think I got to a point and I was in a funk. Like this past weekend I was in a funk. And usually the the patterns that I have I stay in it and I would consume. Mm-hmm. You know, I would consume mm-hmm uh what's if i could take a game uh pac-man you know what i mean i would consume yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. just just eat the negativity all the way up and then move on to the next level keep eating the negativity mm-hmm. but i was like nah not today something something's gotta give and i gotta get out of this mm-hmm. you know and you know I, I i took a moment i woke up uh made myself some tea put on my music i had a banana Tea and banana for breakfast, like it was mm. crazy. Hey. You know what I mean? And it was a good breakfast. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I was like, damn, this needs to be breakfast more. <laughs> it was a good breakfast, and I put on my I put on a uh, shout out to Londrell I don't know if you guys listen to Londrell Londrell is a uh, he's a he's a meditation hip hop meditation. Okay. But when I, don't I say know it's, about it, I, I'll put, him it. Yeah. Yeah, put him
1: on. Yeah, put them on. Yeah. So He's Lon- necessary to
0: like. Yeah, Londrell is a uh, a guy who. Will get you where you need to be.
2: Is he like the Eric? Uh, what's the guy named the motivational guy? Eric. Uh, Eric.
1: Uh, I know you talking about because he had the the. the
2: he's it. always like, like yelling. Yeah. Nah.
1: Nah. He's. He, this is him.
0: We so gonna say it's make sure you got it. Purpose, yeah, definitely. It. Like you better. want. So this is you what I listen to in the day mornings day. on my right. way to work. That's just the price I, I put this on repeat for like just maybe three times while I pray. Then I'll. Get into my mood, yeah.
2: That's
0: so, um, I listen to that, mm-hmm. and I have a journal that I write in, and I haven't written in my journal in five months. Okay. So I, the first time, I, good
2: or bad though?
0: That's good. Okay. Is good. I, the first time I did my journal was uh, shout out to Trav, he got me a journal for uh, my birthday, I think. Mm-hmm. Dope, um, or Christmas. Christmas, Christmas, he got me a journal for Christmas, and I wrote in it in like the early part of January when I was really still like in my depression. Mm-hmm. I wrote everything out, but I was still coming out of it, you know, and then left it alone. Wrote a few things when I was writing, you know, in, in the word, you know, writing some scriptures down that you know, whatever helped me out, right? But then I, I I left it. I always leave it on the dresser, okay. Just as a reminder, like
2: you look back at it, you ever read it or you leave nah, it on the
0: page. I would just leave it there. I don't leave it to talk. So 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 they can hear you talk. Oh yeah. oh, oh, oh oh! sorry. No, <laughs> uh, I, God, I even had the I know, mic, man. I, know, I, <laughs> I, just, I know. I know. I, I just, know. just leave it there, you know. But but it's always the reminder is leaving it there, closed or whatever. you mm-hmm. close or open, it's a reminder that it's there. Mm-hmm. So it's just like you know. You turn the light on, wake up in the morning, turn the light on, it's there. So it's like, it's a reminder that whatever, there's something in there that you can take from that. Take it with you on the way to work mentally. Right. So last Saturday, opened the book up. And the first thing I wrote was, it's been five months since I've been here. And I mm. just, I just wrote. That's dope, man. I wrote, I did like two pages.
2: Is that like your therapy?
0: That's my personal. When I'm, when I know I'm in a funk, instead of just clamming up and acting like nothing's wrong now i'm i'm gonna just i, I do passages I'll, I'll write and um yeah music is always my therapy because okay. i'm i'm a guy of like I, writing can be therapy though yeah, very much i'm a guy i'm a guy of music okay so, so i know what music is gonna you know get my frequency out of the consumption i know where, i know what music is gonna get my frequency high if I need to stay low, I'm okay with staying low. Oh, okay, you know what right. I mean. Maybe and, and it's okay with being
1: low. Y'all, y'all need to be good? good. We good. Be good with time. No, we, I, we oh, I, 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 don't right. Right. I ain't know. I ain't know. All right, all right, yeah, yeah. All right. Um,
0: if if I if I need to stay low and I want to stay low to just get the feelings out, mm-hmm. I got music for everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. I always turn to music. Music is my my love. Outside of my kids, mm-hmm. music is my love. Music Yo. is my depressive love.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm
0: bob marley you know i don't i don't listen listen, Marley is one of my favorite i don't listen to marley on a on that frequency i listen to marley on a high happy frequency because marley to me is a uh, if i want to if i want to just feel good and i'm and and i'm amongst friends and i know it's it's a good time and there's specific songs that i know that'll 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 catch
1: that
2: yeah Mm-hmm. Molly on take you out there, molly. yeah i listen to molly when i work on cars molly is always my go-to whenever i'm a mechanic too for real yeah so I'm, I'm asc certified i went to school oh yo, you're official um, yeah. you can work anywhere yeah so i'm a mechanic uh i do a lot of that, different yo. stuff i love that yeah yeah so um i think yeah. molly i listen yeah. to molly a lot but this, to go back on our topic too yeah. i think uh one of my favorite movies is Denzel Washington The Equalizer mm-hmm. And one of his phrases that always stuck with me Is progression not perfection And that's kind of what I strive towards Is just drowning like how you say Growing to be better not to be perfect yeah. But to be better today than I was yesterday
0: Cause it's, it's I think for me And I know I've been quiet For a little bit because I am My thing is I like to get to know people So I I tend to be quiet and just really observe and listen to people, and I think a lot of times we don't take the time to really observe and listen to people. Um, don't take it, and and I know a lot of times as I, I I look to my sign sometimes is that it's like you know we're observing. I'm Aquarius. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we are observing because we want to really see who the per, the person is that you know, and, and it's it's new to everybody. We're new to each other, so a lot of times while you. You look like you just recording, but you watching us at the same time. Like, yeah, late Huh? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, these niggas ain't engaged. Or like, yeah, like, why he not talking? Why he talking so much? Or why, you know what I'm saying? And, and it's, it's you're supposed to do that. Same thing with me. I'm looking at Jay like, damn, Jay really like, all right, he carrying the conversation. But Jay, I got it. We got to We understand that, yeah. Jay, that Jay has to vent tonight. You know what I'm saying? So no, and by no means, he... You've noticed that like five times tonight, he was like, cow jump in when you need to. It's not it's, it's not it, it's not time for me to jump in. Yeah, you, you got yeah. some shit that you need to get off. Mm-hmm. Right. Y'all don't know. Yeah, and, you know, that, and that, I know, but yeah. I but I know that for for camera content reasons he has gotta get this shit out. He yeah. don't have time to really fix And it's and And I'm
1: me saying that is acknowledging like, yo, I know I'm dominating
0: the conversation. Yeah, and it's fine. Yeah. So I'm and I'm cool with it because I know what it is. And I'm you know, I know my part. I gotta curate this music so that the conversation stays engaged. If you're not talking, you're listening to the music. If you're recording, you're listening to him, but you're also watching me. So I'm cool with it. You know what I'm saying? It's just. So do y'all balance each other out? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So and we balance each other out on a comedic level. Now, ironically, he's white collar. I'm blue collar. Okay. I'm, so like now, he's the guy that's always in the AC, but I'm in the. F- <laughs> I'm in the I'm in the field. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Right. But at the end of the day, like things that how I how I see things from a from a worker standpoint. Um, how I see things from a worker bee standpoint. I'm like yo give me the task I'm gonna do this shit but right. I'm but I'm a I'm a I'm gonna do this shit you mm-hmm. know I me mean? right. and I'm gonna get us up out of here you know for the for the weekend it's, it's, a, it's a holiday weekend I'm gonna get this shit done so we can all leave right you know what right. I mean but but as a but mm-hmm. as a white collar it's okay yeah I know I know that the task mm-hmm. may seem easy but here you got to do this but also make sure it's like yo give me the shit bro i been yeah. working yeah. here like- but <laughs> it, it, when you
1: talk about balanced out some of the our balance to to it as well is I'm like yo i I'm like yo Kyle you are a soldier to the point of like yo, give me the task I'm gonna execute it mm-hmm. I'm like yo but we got to think as generals mm-hmm. sometimes right so sometimes we got to plan it out and look at the big picture so the balance is like Jay this not a big picture time we need to attack <laughs> I was like no that's real and right. then sometimes like yo know, Kyle this not an attack time mm-hmm. cuz we could we could hit the wrong hole so is
2: he no an man and you absolutely hit the old man okay
1: absolutely when we talk about accountability partners,
2: absolutely. Okay. Right. I did. He the one, hey, yeah, yeah. He the one like, yo, you
1: fucking up, yo. You tripping? It's dope. Yo, Jake. We out one night. He like, yo, Jake, go home. I'm like, yo, it's early. Yo, the night is young. He like, yo, go home, go to bed, wake up in the morning. <laughs> you need
2: that though. You definitely. No, yo, that's need real. That. It's yeah. like, and
1: I ain't had nothing to do. I just felt like, yo,
2: you had to. Do I got something. free
1: time. Like, I got to do something. Mm-hmm. You need to go to bed, take a bath. Is that your your
2: usual routine, though, as far as... Mm -hmm. uh, So is you staying out, is that outside the normal, what you're used to doing, or... Do you it, usually go home and you know do basic kind of? It's a
1: little bit of both. So is yeah. it is it outside? Will I hang out? I'll hang out. We we host a ladies' night every Wednesday. So shout out to Montego Bar and Grill ladies' night every Wednesday. Damn, hey, I gotta stop by. Yeah, pull up, man. yo, eighteen eighteen North Charles Street. So we we do that. We here every Thursday night. So if you ever want, okay. pull up and just chill, chill. Yeah, especially yeah. when
0: I play. Ooh, <laughs> ooh! I had to get that back in there, yeah, man. man. <laughs> so so
1: hanging. I mean, I'm not a big like. I'm a person on Friday nights. I hate going out on Friday nights. Right. That's a pet. That's always been a pet peeve of mine. I feel like that's amateur night. I'm gonna stay in the house, mm-hmm. like, so I don't have to go out. It was just one of those moments where I felt like I had extra energy and free time. Therefore, I'm supposed to go out. No, yeah. watch Netflix and go to bed. Mm-hmm. My man had to be like, "Yo, chill out. Yeah, go right. to bed. Just go to bed. Yeah, And no different. but When? Last night. The homie was on the FaceTime. I'm like, "Yo, go to bed. Yo." I was like the homie was. I was crazy, like, I was yeah. like, yo, go to bed. And I we said, yo, I can't we got something it. we say when it was like, yo, this serious time. Mm-hmm. I, I had I had to say the word. He's like, yo, why'd you say that? I was like, yo, go to bed. Right. Go home. Go to bed. Yeah. Right. Be safe. He and
0: he hit me up and I was like, bro, I can't afford it. I just told him. I just my my code Dude. to him was I can't afford it. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, we, <laughs> I'm broke. I'm down bad. <laughs> I'm down bad. <laughs> I'm down bad. Mm-hmm. My accounts in the negative. Right. I can't afford it. Right. You right. know what I mean. Um, and it's and it's cold for go home. It, yeah, it's, like it's, it's cold home, for go home. go home. I can't afford safe, it. Yo. I can't afford it. Means the night's over. Go mm-hmm, home. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like we we as not even just human beings, but we as black men, right? Mm-hmm. The the amount of pressure yes. and the amount strength. Let I me mean, let me start with strength. Damn pressure. The amount of strength it takes to wake up and. Be a black man, and I know women get their just due. I'm not taking anything away from women, mm-hmm. but I'm talking about because there's men in this room. Yep, right. We the amount of boys. strength, the amount of strength that it takes to wake up and know that life has given you bare minimum, but you're working as if your salary is mm. upgraded, right? Mm-hmm. And you're fantasizing about things, and you see things, and you want things, and you need things, and Things are just things Mm -hmm. right but the fact that I can wake up every day and start there is a blessing yeah right last night I'm not gonna hold you I have a tough time sleeping because I'm always in my anxiety is high because it's like what if what if I don't Mm -hmm. so for me I am very conscious of like how precious life is you know I've lost some I've mm. lost people in my life where I'm like respect. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this is this is life. Right. You know? Um this is a prime example. This 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 yeah, br- this, this brother right here is a prime example of like how precious life is because you have people in this world and we're just a small group. We're not even Close 25% to, you know what I'm saying we're, we're just a small group and we're not even close to being viral right mm-hmm. and imagine if we're like on a scale where as are like yo that's a Reverend and Boris shows podcast like you know oh they're coming to this town we're not mm-hmm. and, and we have the aspirations to do that but at the end of the day like what we're preaching here in this basement to reach a hundred people
2: mm-hmm. you
0: know to reach a hundred people and to reach a hundred men it's like there are some men in this crowd, or there are just some men in this society now, where it's like if you touch into something, or if you tap into something, or if you feel like you know your your vulnerability, or as a man is being questioned, or if mm-hmm. you feel like yourself is being vulnerable as a man, is weird to you. You have some walls to let go of. Mm-hmm. You have some things we got. We all got things to break down, mm-hmm. but we as men. Have such a shield that we got to put on every morning. Women got it. I'm not going to ever exclude women, but I'm just talking to the men. We have a shield that we got to put on every day. And I mean, like, mm-hmm. when I say I'm a man of, I don't say shit, mm-hmm. you know, because the examples I have is as men, you shut the fuck up, you, you put your, down. you down, you lace your boots up, and you go on about it. Go to work. You know what I mean?
2: no man I I definitely agree with it
0: having this podcast has helped myself it's been a gift and a curse it's helped him Mm -hmm. it could possibly help you it could possibly help you but it's helped so many people because they look at us two as like damn Colin and Jeremy like even if it's surface level like yo those those two like really got it together like they're cool but then for the people who really know us it's like Nah, but these, but you had to peel back some layers because mm-hmm. if you really want to know some shit, they don't call them Snapple facts for no reason, right? <laughs> nah, and, and I'm and I'm saying this on yeah. it's funny as fuck, but it's like yeah. they don't call Jay Snapple facts for no reason. Right. I will I will sit in a room and listen to this nigga talk to somebody about. Candle wax,
1: <laughs> right? You know what right. I'm saying? Because you know, there's is. a difference between soy candle wax and coconut. <laughs> see, it's not the candle wax. yo, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm like that too. Just read, do you just read, and
2: look yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like that too. Like, i would be in the room and just look at something and be like, well, why is this like that? Or I'm like that too. Like, and 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 that's yeah.
0: good. We're supposed to be inquisitive, we're supposed to want to know. We sp- like that's that's it's human nature. We're supposed mm-hmm. to want to know more and be more and mm-hmm. see more and overall, mm-hmm. right? And I'll look at Jay, Jay'll just say some shit like, "Yeah, because actually."
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I call him, you know, JP Heartnebrick. The like, they nigga be like, "You know, bro, Ham." Oh, he'll, he'll he'll go into it and he'll get <laughs> He'll spit the facts and it's yeah. like, I'm like, "Nigga, when did you what? Number 1. When did you read that for 2 what what told you, the same way you are about knowledge and facts is the same way I am about music? Absolutely. So it's like Absolutely. when people hear certain songs that I play as far as like Rod and High 95, Trav and Mike and everybody else, Jay, it's like bro, like what algorithm do you have mm-hmm. that gives you that? Cause it's, Trav Trav said to me the other day, he's like, nah bro, I really wanna have a sit down and talk with you. Like,
1: Like, how do you find the music? What,
0: like, what makes you, Think that that song is gonna reach not just me, mm-hmm. but, um, but I could put that shit on for you, 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 and somebody in this room is gonna be like, "What's that?" Like, or, or low key put the put the Shazam out, like, <laughs> "Like, yeah, nah, like yeah. fuck, yeah. God, I need I this." Got shit. The yeah, M- music is definitely a
3: time
0: machine. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh. That, that, oh, I was doing this. Oh, I was loving her.
1: It, mm-hmm. it always takes you back. The nostalgia. You. Music always it's takes always you back. Always.
0: Music is a uniter. Yeah, Mm -hmm. not even just a time machine; it's a uniter worldwide. Yeah,
2: it's people in Korea that (laughs) don't speak English, but no
1: Biggie lyrics.
2: Yeah, Yeah. that's how I feel about marijuana. Yeah, yeah. that too. That too.
1: I I didn't start to I semi probably take now later later in life, right? Mm -hmm. But I've it's a community. Like my community is the whiskey community. Like this is a whole thing. I've met so many people at bar, whiskey bars. You know, the stereotypical old white man, right. random dude. We talking for hours because mm-hmm. we drink the same whiskey.
2: Yeah. I'm a big advocate for yeah. marijuana. I do have my marijuana uh, card as well. We I mean, um, holla at you. So I have some I mean, at you. dispensaries <laughs> playing my music right now. So um, right now I'm trying to get a strain. Um, probably call it ooh uh but so, that's what i'm course. working on right now mr um, we
0: gotta
1: call it yeah keep talking about what you're working on and when you finish telling people how to find you find you but no nah, keep talking about that What else? yeah you so
2: on? man i just want to be involved with a lot like as far i'm real big on community like i grew up um on my block is a bunch of homeowners and like my mother was elderly so like it was just a natural thing for me to want to help elderly so I've always been big on my community mm-hmm um, shout out to my community, as Chum, that's Coldstream, Montebello Homestead. Um, well, the Chum
1: community. Yeah. So you District 44. Yep. Yeah, I used I'm, to I'm be Murray yeah. Clock. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'm very so I used familiar. to work for Murray Pat Clock too. I in interned City in Indianapolis. I'm very familiar. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool.
2: Um, yeah, so uh, anything community-based, I'm really for because um, like, I feel like that's where I come from and... You know, it's people like me that probably didn't get a chance to have a hit song. They got the potential. Mm-hmm. I want to be that person that that uh. I just want to do right for my neighborhood and change. I won't, um. Another thing I want to get into is like um, the marijuana side on how it helped me. How I started smoking because I was never a smoker at first. I mm-hmm. didn't start smoking till I got shot. Sheesh. And um, the reason why I started smoking, I was sitting in the car with my friends. And around this time, this is my PTSD was acting up really bad. So it was to the point whenever I closed my eyes, I would re see me getting shot. That's and um, it was just, I was in a really dark place at that time. And I now forget, um, we were sitting in the car and he was like, yo, you know, you don't smoke weed, man. But you hit this, man, you're going to be sleeping like a baby. And I now forget, man, I, I smoked that shit. And then I don't even remember me dreaming like, I slept the best I slept ever, and I never stopped ever since then. And um, so I'm a real big advocate on on, on trying to you mm-hmm. know get get the mur because I feel like you know especially it's, it's more natural. I know it's stuff out here sprayed with everything, but as far as I don't consider marijuana a drug because you know a drug isn't something you can just grow in your backyard. You okay. know I don't know any other drug that you can just grow, grow in your backyard like that opium. Or, but yeah. I'm, I'm what you talking him. about the coca leaf and all yeah. that stuff like that but, but i mean you still gotta you, you, do something to it right that's how you, you get chocolate got,
1: the same way you get cocaine is the same way you get chocolate right yeah, yeah the
2: coca leaf and um
1: <laughs> what in the marty
0: but McClellan you can pick. you still gotta <laughs> do some, <you> still gotta <laughs> do some <laughs> stuff to <laughs> the coca yeah. leaf exactly so you like lot the
2: marijuana man you can just pluck a bud off and you know what i'm saying keep going yeah do your thing um so, and like I say, and I feel like that just go hand-in-hand with the depression and PTSD because if I didn't have marijuana, I I, I don't know what I would have done, you know, as far as, I know I probably would have found a different coping me- mechanism, but the, at that moment, that was the best thing for me, mm-hmm. and it has changed my life since then. So, definitely be on the lookout for the strain coming. It um, yeah, is a few dispensaries I'm playing my song, Shout Out to Blair Wellness, up on York Road. Um, okay. Blair, um, Blair Wellness Blair Wellness center, yep. On York Road On York Road Yeah okay. okay. um,
1: In the city or in the Towson area It's in
2: York Road It's it's near Noir Yeah the, the club <laughs> Noir up there You know you where went, Stokos is up wait, there By Noir Yeah
1: Yeah oh yeah that's our spot That was our people Shout out to Corey and uh, Tony yep. Yeah Yeah don't say <laughs> Yo, we used to go to War After every episode Every Thursday night We was at New we gotta, oh, yeah. we gotta get back to
0: that too yeah, yeah I've yeah, been up there yeah. A few times
2: I But for COVID
1: COVID stopped us going But yeah. pre-COVID we was, Every episode we was there
2: <laughs> And so I'm, I'm just working On this music man I yeah. got some new music I'm working on Um We'll uh, get into it tonight, right? Yep. And, uh, yeah, and we my son, time. man, I just raising to my son. My my son is my world, man. I top love soldier. I love him so much. Uh, shout is. out, they, he, he just turned two. On, top soldier. He on uh, June seventeenth. Um. Oh, and he
1: a Gemini's Top top billing, yo. <laughs> top billing. Wow. Yeah man, oh, yeah. so shout out to my little
2: man Dayair. Yeah. Uh, that's little. <laughs> that's little Lord, Lord Dayair. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> yes, baby baby ooh. yeah, baby ooh, baby ooh, baby ooh. He got You gotta get that that's shit. That's your yo. strand. He got. He got a. That's uh, the strand. That's the strand name. Baby, baby ooh. ooh. Yeah, man. Hey, I'm, if I can get a cow right, put in his name. Why not? You do know, that, what I'm saying? Yeah. let's I, do that. I appreciate that. Yeah. All proceeds go
0: to baby Ooh. Yep. The, <laughs> real, the real Lord, lord day. Yo,
1: I, I, Kyle. I know we getting out of here. I, I, I'm gonna get a brother some flowers. Um, as we doing this, I, I said it a little bit earlier mid podcast. Well, I'm gonna say it again, yo. You are nothing. You're everything I expected and nothing that I expected. Yo, I I appreciate your vulnerability. Praise the Lord. I, I appreciate your your transparency. Mm-hmm. Yo, but you've overcome. Um, I have no bearing over your business, but it's my podcast, so I get to say whatever I want, right? Mm-hmm. I think you should share this. The, if you haven't already, I don't know. Like I said, the last seven days I got familiar with you, mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm gonna continue. Yo, we homies now. We like we gonna we gonna be friends now.
2: Yeah, man, I'm here now. No, no, and you know? no,
1: this is not podcast talk. Like, I mm-hmm. uh, fuck with you, yo.
2: I Appreciate it, man. I
1: think you should tell that story, yo, because I can see I can understand me being slightly older than having a older spirit. How you could get pegged into a group a idea of hip-hop mm-hmm. an idea of youth mm-hmm. and i think I've, I've learned and i think that our artist our audience has as well you're so much more even you drop the drum yo i work on cars too i'm like damn nigga, i need my brakes done like, <laughs> yeah hit me <laughs> up for the brakes man i'm being serious yo like and you have a hit song that I know people look at you differently. Everybody think you're a millionaire now. Maybe you are, maybe yeah. you're not. I don't know. Yeah. Um I expected 30, 40 people. I thought I was gonna have to send a message like, Yo, fam, this is my house, my son here, my mother here, like yo, mm-hmm. can't have a thousand motherfuckers in my house. Right. No, no. <laughs> no, but I do not because I d cause I don't know. I, mm. I don't th- I, but I know <laughs> he, thought, ch- he uh, thought you was
0: Baltimore famous. I, you, I, yo. But mm. And that's a real thing. No, no, like, that's a
1: real that's a real thing. There's no disrespect mm. to it anything, it's just you a man, I'm a man, so we got to protect what we yeah. got to protect, right? Um, and with all of that, like, I so much appreciate you. I so much love you, bro, of who you are and you yeah, your passion, your attention to detail, the fact that you love music and what you've done to grow your capacity within music.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You picked a base, yo. Yeah. You, I don't know if you've been to our house on Monday night. Um, Is shout that out uh,
2: North Road. I mean, uh, on North Avenue.
1: It's not on North Avenue. Um, it's on 29th Street. Okay, in, ha- in the Hamden area. Uh, shout out to uh, Clarence uh, Ward the Third, local jazz musician, phenomenal, okay. good brother. Um, he's been on the podcast. He does an open mic. Okay. Every Monday night He started at Terra Cafe They moved to uh, oh, Shout out to Terra Cafe Love yeah. Terra Cafe yeah, man. You
0: need to go to our house on Monday we, night. You, yo. We'll hit you up yo, yo, yo I'm I'm I, it, I want, you, I want to come in with you, info, with you. Yeah. send you, me the info man Yeah Send
1: me the info Because I'm it's just it. musicians sitting in But the fact that you picking up bass But the person
2: who produced Ooh is a bass player So he's he's a big influence to me you didn't have to do it though I didn't right
1: That's what I'm saying That's even better Like the guy who So you had the Resources available, and you took advantage of them. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. The resources that you have, you're taking advantage of them to better your craft, right. your career. You got a million skills, and you're bettering them. That's the story I would love for the world to know about you. I want them to enjoy your music. The stuff we've heard, the stuff you guys are gonna hear in a little bit is phenomenal. But you're such, you're so much more than ooh, you know. Mm-hmm. You making jokes is funny, <laughs> but you're so much more than that. Right. And I think. That is what I appreciate more about about you nah, man. than the music, that, yo. Man, like cool. you, you are a great man. You're a great human, yo. Um, and I, I really hope that you're able to tell those stories as well. Not that they limit you, but they show other sides of you that I believe are just as important. The fact, like, ooh, makes you want to hear listen to other music, but your story makes me want to f- support you and follow you, mm-hmm. right? And I think, at least for me, how I look at things, I'll listen to anybody's song But will I follow you Will mm-hmm. I buy a ticket To your concert
3: mm-hmm.
1: And those are the things The fact that you Hold on to your humanity Shout out to the Fellas Love Cool Jay, That she was Asked you that question About how do you Remain yourself Humble Down to earth You know Amongst all of this mm-hmm. And, and I, we've learned it This evening like, I appreciate all of that about you, yo. Keep doing your thing. You're going you're gonna to keep doing your thing. Thank you don't you, need man. me to I say that, yo. man. I appreciate it, But that's dope. I just wanted, I wanted to share that. And, and we talked about, you know, even in the prayer, about vulnerability and truth. Like, yo, that's what I feel about you, yo. you doing your thing, yo. No, I appreciate that, yeah, man. I, Thank you, man. Like I said, I, w- I wanted to sit with your music, so I feel like, yo, I'm not going to talk to you and be one of those interviews. So tell me about your latest song. What was your, what, you know, what, what inspired you to do that? Like, who are your five favorite MCs? Like, mm-hmm. nah, yo, let me sit and tell you how I felt when I listened to your music. Right. Nah,
2: no, I appreciate it. and you. I and appreciate that, that vulnerability yeah. and honesty because we all yeah. need it, man. Thank you, thank you. So I appreciate you guys. Like I say, I, I appreciate when I seen and. Just like I didn't know you guys, but when I seen the bio, the two things that stuck out to me was single father, Absolutely. single dad, and then yeah. you saw what the things that y'all do, and I'm like, yeah. man, I gotta come support these guys. Like, appreciate appreciate it, man. It, man. Yeah, yeah, that, man. Yeah, That means a lot, yo. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. Oh, real quick, dope
0: ass shake of the week for me. I know you shouted your mom's out. Absolutely. Uh, I got to shout out, Granny. Granny mm-hmm. just turned 82. Hey, Excuse me. I'm granny. sorry. She turned 28. She oh yeah, she's 28, 28, 20, 20, 28, 20, 28, 20 twenty-eight. and twenty So we celebrating yeah. this weekend. Shout out to Granny. We we about to we about to go we, up this weekend. You doing cookout yo, crabs? What uh, we yeah. doing? Hey, what, yeah, pull up. Yo, <laughs> yo you hey, it's it's Sunday, but it's oh, the third. All right, all right, you know what I'm saying? That's why I'm conflicting on my schedule. I got you. Uh, granny always first. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um I also gotta shout out Nelly Nels. Uh she's turning
1: Yeah. You feel
0: me? In thirty eight <laughs> in, in thirty eight minutes, she, she's she's turning twenty three. No she nah, she she yeah. Yeah, she she she's celebrating her she, life her in her rotation. But um yeah, so I uh, gotta shout out Nellie Nels. Uh, we got her out the house last night and she came through.
1: Ladies and um, jumping.
0: And also just in in this capacity right here, man, I gotta shout out Lil Dave for like just being himself, not not only for having one of the hottest songs in the city. Yeah. Next to In the region, yeah. Next Next to the the, it's like it's like a hall of fame of like Baltimore two step. <laughs> no, come on, man. It is don't laugh. But it's not it's, a, bad it's a hall thing. of fame. Yeah, it's a hall of fame of like Baltimore like anthems. Like mm-hmm. if you don't, it's songs like it's Tim Trees. Yeah. it's generational. Yeah, you know, Gucci and and too. Yeah, it's generational. So it's like you got Tim Trees, you got these guys. Then you you grow up a little bit. Yeah. And and yo, you 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 go to you in the Hall of Fame of of of, of Baltimore two step music, Baltimore oh, Club You know what man. I mean? Yeah. I appreciate um,
1: that. But she got heat though. That's yeah, the thing. you got heat too. So like, we're gonna get into this yeah.
0: heat after this. But I, I just want to you know shed light on on Lord Dan and, and thank you for for allowing us to shed light on you and and let us be a vessel for this uh, for getting your music out more and allowing people to to really see the real you and not being just a one hit wonder, but you're an artist. You I mean not not just a rapper, but you're an artist. No, thank you, man. You know I appreciate I'm saying? that. Joel. And and to true to the word, you're an artist. Yes. So we respect the craft. We respect uh what you do for the city. We respect your fatherhood. We respect all of that. You as a man. We respect that your journey. So um outside of you, Ernest Third, Tate Cobain all the new the new uh the new era of Baltimore that's that's coming up. We respect everybody and we just wanna and even rest in peace, Lil Scooter. Yeah, um yeah. can't can't ever forget about Lil Scooter, can't rest in peace to K Swift, let's rest, rest in peace to mm. you know what I mean like all, all the Dave, it's a lot of guys. Yeah, man. it's, it's yeah. a lot of guys in the mix. Um but even you know, but but shout out to Mighty Mark, shout out to Rufus, shout out to Clarence Ward, shout out to um It's a ray. They came here and shout out uh uh, Baltimore, what's it? Uh, Beneath the beat, Beneath, yeah. They did that oh, wow. documentary.
2: Okay, check it out. On, on, I think it's oh, t- it's, you talking about TT and them? Yeah, documentary. Yeah. Oh yeah, I watched that. Yeah, shout out to them. Yeah, man. so shout
0: out to them, man, and even shout out to still some of the um, boys and girls club, Drew Hill Park, uh, Drew Hill Park, um, boys and girls clubs, and and all those guys still keeping those dance battles, those club battles yeah. alive. Man, just thank y'all for keep you know keeping the city alive. You know yeah, what I'm man. saying? Because Definitely. we we get lost in the. The hoopla of you know mainstream trap and and you know society of what what black is supposed to look like and, mm-hmm. and we stay true to the essence of what Baltimore is supposed to look like. So uh nonetheless, man, this has been a great episode. Uh we're gonna get into some more little day music. So y'all mm-hmm. stay tuned. We got three tracks to play for you, three, right?
2: Uh yeah, I think it's three, yeah. yeah we I got, three. I got
0: three tracks to play for you guys and we're gonna listen, we're gonna chop it up a little bit more, but we're gonna let you guys vibe to the music. But before we get out of here, y'all already know what we do. you uh, are gonna have to open up your uh, plastic bottle one more time, okay. fam. Yeah,
1: we got toast out. <laughs> toast Captain out Planet here. over here. You know what <laughs> I mean? He's our hero. But, out um, here, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but um, nonetheless, man, we, we much love to everybody out there. Happy birthday to all, of, what's it, Cancer? Cancer and Gemini. Gemini, yeah. shout out to your season being Gemini's over. over, Cancer, yeah. we entering Cancer season. So, at, at, you know, as always, man,
1: love life, life and a love lot patience. patience. Come on in here, KP.
0: Come on, man. We ain't going to forget about you, brother. Yeah.